0: I see those big bright shiny red trucks just a trucking down the road. Those big bright shiny red trucks just a looking for another load. Well, it's a family tradition. Any rocky mountain day. Our fathers before us showed us the way. We work for asphalt cowboys. Hungry Kings, but that's never been a problem. Cause we got diesel in our veins. We've got diesel in
1: our veins. I see those big bright shines. What's up, JFW family? Welcome back to the Channel 23 Podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to reach out and touch the fleet to engage and inform everyone with all things JFW. Welcome back, Super Dave, and a big welcome back to Jim and Dave White. That was the first time you guys were both gone together.
2: Was it really? Yeah. Wow. Well, otherwise, we've been separate, huh? Yeah. Well, good. But, Out but, of how many episodes? 80 weeks?
1: We this 80 is weeks. 81.
2: 81. Nice.
1: Awesome. Yeah, Rich and Chris did a good job last week. Yeah, I,
2: I have them in there for shout-outs. Yeah. We, oh, yeah.
1: we, we were joking. I was joking to you guys. I was like, you know... You guys talk a lot, so it makes the podcast easy. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean?
3: Yeah, 15 minutes in, we looked at each other and thought, man, this
2: is going to be a short one.
1: (laughs) We're in trouble. Uh, Well, who wants to kick off the Pledge of Allegiance?
2: I pledge allegiance to to the flag flag of the United United States States of America and and to to the republic Republic for which it stands,
3: one nation, nation under God, God, indivisible, indivisible, with with liberty and and justice
1: for all. All right. Father God, we thank you for the opportunity to go out and do some trucking today. We pray for the safety of our fleet, all of their families, and all the other families and individuals we come across on the road today. We pray for patience and the making of good, safe decisions. We pray to be accident-free and that we all make it back to the comfort of our homes this evening. We pray for healing and 100% recovery for all of our family members and their family members that are ill. And we pray that we find Amber's mom. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Right.
2: I wonder how many people we pass a day. Oh, You, you know, I mean, I know, I know cars, but, you know, you get two people in it, three people, four.
1: Hundreds of thousands? Yeah. Has to be. We, yeah. Has so we, to
2: be. Yeah. yeah. When, when you have that line in there, you know, the safety of there that we don't cause any.
1: Can you tilt your mic down a little, Jim? Just as a reminder, anything you hear on the podcast today is not the opinion of JFWs. It's just a four men in this room's opinion. Episode 80 had 567 downloads. We are at 34,000, well, 34.7 thousand total downloads. Wow. And we now have 195 followers. That's
2: so great.
4: Yeah. Love that. Yeah, I heard Super Dave say it last week, but that 50,000 download mark, that should be a... It should be like when you have a television series and they want to be syndicated, yeah, and they syndicate, they reach that hundredth episode or whatever. I think it's a hundred episodes, <laughs> yeah, isn't I think it? So something whatever like that. it is yeah. that, that we should celebrate that fifty thousandth, How do you say that? 50-thousandth. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, we should at least have breakfast that day, <laughs> <All> right? <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, for sure. That'd be cool. That's funny. All right, since you guys took last week off, we'll let you kick off the Die Joke Challenge.
4: Wow, I, I don't know if
2: I had any jokes. I was having a tough time finding a good one, but I, I had this one. So the it's kind of a, a little riddle here. So it's fragile. Even, even saying its name can break it. <laughs> what is it?
1: I know this one. Do I'm you? A, yeah.
2: Because you can't have it on the podcast. That's the other thing.
1: We've talked about this one before.
4: <laughs> 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 Must have went over my head. Don't know what it is. Silence. Oh, oh, gotcha. (laughs) Silence is golden. Uh, All right, I'll follow up. What has 10 wheels and flies?
1: Don't know.
2: (laughs) Is it, can you bleep this out if we have to? Mike's truck
4: several years ago, (laughs) the one that flew across the ditch, Dave. (laughs) Yeah, right. A garbage truck. Uh, (laughs) Ah, flies. The other flies. Yeah, Yeah. flies. Yeah. uh, Yeah,
3: that's right. Well, why do fish live in salt water?
4: Because mm. mm. they're saltwater fish?
3: <laughs> because pepper makes them sneeze. <laughs> ah. Gotcha. Uh, oh, I thought that oh, was man. cute.
2: Do you, know, do you guys know just by chance what building has the most stories? Library? Yeah. Yep, mm-hmm. library. Yep. Yeah.
1: Have we done poop jokes on the podcast before? I can't remember.
2: We've done a couple of toilet yeah. jokes, maybe. Yeah. I, yeah.
1: I don't know. Poop jokes aren't my favorite, but they're a solid number two. <laughs> <laughs> Man. <laughs> Always uh, with the delivery.
4: I love it. Good delivery. Yeah, that's a runaway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
1: new employees we have. And Carlo Flores. Welcome to the fleet, Aunt Carlo. Yeah, welcome. Yep. Welcome aboard. Mm-hmm. Celebrations. Were you going to say something, soon? I was
3: going to say, I, I believe he goes by Carlos because nobody can get the An carlo part right.
1: I was wondering if I was <laughs> doing it wrong. Yeah, <laughs> so.
3: no, no. Because I asked him, I was like, do you go by? Because he even, like, signed some of his stuff like Carlos. And I was like, do you go by Carlos or Ann-Carlos? Huh.
1: And it's funny you mention that because the one name that I did butcher was Billy Rothfuss. And then we brought up An carlo that just reminds me. He gave me that dad joke. He gave me the poop joke. Oh. He oh. sent me a picture of it. So. <laughs> Good deal. Yeah. Thanks, Billy. <clears throat> Celebrations, anniversaries. Man, Gilly Rodriguez had his one-year anniversary yesterday.
4: Yeah, he was pretty stoked about that photo yeah. and stuff. That was cool yeah. to see. The photo, the hat, yeah. the, the
1: everything, man.
4: He was funny, Jim. He made a uh, uh, had a JFW hat made, but he went old school, and he got the idea from Senior when dad was at the truck rodeo because he had on one of the old JFW. ones, yeah. Yeah, and he made it made it look like that. It was pretty cool. Oh, ah, yeah. that's cool. That is yeah.
1: good. He's definitely, he was a great hire, Super Dave. He's one of the guys every time you see him, just smile. So, mm-hmm. And then uh, Charlie Baran, his birthday, his, uh, anniversary is tomorrow. So good deal with Charlie. I think he's yep. a six-year I, guy, isn't
4: he? I was going to say years? seven, but seven I'd have years? to check on that. Yeah, he's been around yeah. a long time. Yeah, happy anniversary, Charlie. Yep. Yep. Happy anniversary, you guys
1: birthday's yesterday was amber's birthday amber Corolla. happy birthday to amber
4: happy birthday amber happy, birthday, happy amber. birthday
1: and then coincidentally today is joanne leonard's birthday
2: wow that's close together there right, right? yeah yep happy birthday joanne happy yeah, birthday wow.
3: joanne happy birthday joanne and i that, just i just looked up charlie he's eight eight years eight years wow. Wow. oh wow
2: thanks charlie yeah congratulations charlie
1: And then uh, Greg Wise, his birthday is this Friday. So, happy birthday to Greg.
2: Happy birthday, Greg. Yep, happy birthday.
1: Family birthday celebrations. Uh, Alonzo Rangel's wife, Norma, her birthday is this week. And then uh, Monica, Gerardo Sanchez's wife, her birthday is this week as well. Happy birthday, ladies.
2: Yep, happy birthday.
1: Shout-outs. Chris Beam wanted to give a shout-out to Kendrick and Casey for doing their best to maintain Yard 23 with all this rain
2: man it's there was no rain
1: (laughs) (laughs) tell you what man it's uh it's been good for the grass but that's about it (laughs) right and the
3: trees and the forest fire danger this summer all those things that's what i meant (laughs)
2: hopefully we don't have any fire dangers in june you know we make it that far with all this rain right right? yeah yeah Yeah. because i think they 4.5 inches was that dia or something that's a but that you know, was just thursday, yeah, thursday, thursday friday, friday right? yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. So even
1: more i think it might even rain again later so yeah well, i know uh we had a couple drivers here that have problems at the houses because of the rain and stuff like that so not super dave though
3: not me man my basement is dry <laughs> that's the awesome, first time dave. in five years <laughs> <laughs> that
1: is so cool dude that is uh I want to give a shout-out to Jason Summer, I believe is the last name. Could be Wade. Him and his wife share a Facebook, so it's hard for me to distinguish that. But uh, Jason, he uh, has been listening to the podcast. Sent me a Facebook message yesterday. Wanted to come in and uh, talk about working here at JFW, and he actually came in for the application. Seemed like a cool dude. Uh, hopefully, he brings his app back today, and Super Dave gets a hold of him. But nice. uh, shout-out to you, Jason.
2: Yeah, yeah. glad to have you. Somebody interested working that way and took yeah. the time to come by and get yeah. an application. Good stuff. And that yep.
1: listens to the podcast. Yep. Yeah. Right? I just it's love that. important yeah. to listen to yeah. the podcast. Yeah, because... Yeah, po- yeah. No, I was just going <laughs> to add
4: to that. Uh, that buddy of mine, Rich Trimble, that was on that works at Garney there, he's been listening to and from work every day. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, it just, it just makes me more aware. And he goes... I'm not even a truck driver and he said if I was, this podcast would definitely make me better. Huh. you know, and that that made me feel good.
1: That did you know? that does feel good. Rich Trimble made the podcast better. Yeah. He did a great job. Yeah. He was a great guest.
4: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's exactly
2: what I was gonna say, Dave. It's nice to have hopefully we're enriching somebody else's life yeah you know i know is that
4: a pun enriching enriching yeah (laughs) rich Rich, (laughs) (laughs) tree sorry rich that's just a shout out buddy hope you're listening Uh, yeah but
1: like this jason guy okay like he comes in he kind of knows who we are a little bit
2: yeah you know he's not
1: like oh let me walk in there you know what i mean i felt like he was pretty relaxed and felt comfortable when he came in so it was just it was just a cool experience. Nice. Yeah,
2: we, I I do that all the time with uh, Tyler Danielle's husband or my son in law is he teases Danielle because he knows all this stuff about what's going on at JFW <laughs> and she's like how do you know that and he's like if you just listen to the podcast <laughs> you know and
1: so right, so. Imagine the people in our fleet that don't listen, Yeah, uh, you know, to have Tyler know more about JFW clueless. than somebody who works here. Yeah they're,
4: yeah, they're 100% clueless. They have yeah. no information. None. Yeah. Right?
2: None. Yeah. They're, yeah, on they're the, not engaged. On the blowouts that we talked about a couple weeks ago or several weeks ago, Tyler texted me after he listened to it, and he goes, so you don't have tire inflation systems on the rock trailers? I mean, and that's, that's a guy that doesn't even work here, you but guys. he's yeah. a sharp dude. Too. Oh, he is a sharp dude. Situational yeah. awareness. Yep. What's up,
1: Tyler? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Tell Danielle we say hi. <laughs> uh, let's see. Chili Dog, he gets a shout-out from JFW. He had a clean level one inspection.
4: Isn't that awesome? Yeah, at that a is port so cool. we've been struggling
2: with. Yeah, at the port. So yeah. that's a yeah. know, not out a roadside. Out road of Fort site. Yep. Yeah. 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 They had all the time in the world in the port to do whatever they wanted to do. He yep. actually
1: took a picture of the state trooper with the state trooper giving him the <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: contract.
4: Oh, chili <laughs> dog! No, Can man. you imagine? <laughs> You're that? awesome. He man. probably
1: made that trooper's day. I bet yep. he
4: did. Yeah. yeah that awesome. is hilarious.
1: Yep. And then, uh, Jim, you mentioned Mikey wants to give a shout-out to Rosario. You want to talk on that a little I, bit? That
4: that was me, Jim. Oh, Jim, uh, yeah. Dave, you guys are one brain. Yeah, <laughs> Rosario <laughs> Garcia, 0086.
1: Mr. Perfecto.
4: Mr. Perfecto. Yeah, Mikey just happened to be standing there yesterday, and he had an email for a repair on Rosario's truck. And he's just like, that freaking guy is just awesome, man. Yeah. He said he sends in the write-up, and he even attaches a picture to the write-up showing what, what – what his concern is about the write-up. You know I mean? I'm making it up. I don't know what the write-up was yesterday, but like if he's got a nail in a tire that's leaking, he sends a picture of the nail in the tire that's <laughs> leaking and you can see what wheel position it's in. And he writes it up and everything's clear. And Mike goes, unfortunately, he's received some photos People are taking pictures of their check engine light. Mike's like <laughs> I, I don't need a picture of a check engine light. Right. You know, just tell me your check engine lights on.
1: Ah, bless our. Heart. And right? I was I was right. going to
2: mention when you're saying that too, Dave, and you mentioned it that it's probably you can see the wheel position because how many times? I mean, I've even messed it up and wrote the wrong wheel position, yeah. and yeah. the mechanics have to hunt for it. Right. But I di- But how many pictures do we get? Rosario's not a, taking a picture of just the head. Of the nail or the screw in the tire yeah it's probably a picture back so like you said you oh that's the passenger inside rear tire yeah exactly and that's what (laughs) when we talk to people you know even if you broke down to send a picture in we don't need like right at like if it's a crack we don't need the crack we
4: can zoom in on the photo you don't need yeah we need and we like the bigger picture where's the crack you know what part
2: of the truck is cracked yeah Yeah. so it's so helpful i just
4: think it's awesome because we've never asked for that So he's going above and beyond what we're asking for, which is what he does with everything. And Rosario, yeah, awesome job. And it benefits him.
2: That's what I think, You know, as we keep talking through this, I don't think people realize that it benefits Rosario. I mean, it's helping us, but it's make sure
4: that tire's repaired for him. Yes, he's helping us help him.
2: Yeah, Yeah. and I mean, you can't, yeah, you just have to rave about
1: that. Picture is a good idea, especially the tire positions, because you hear it on the radio sometimes. My left front, right outside tire. <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. right. <laughs> so you yeah, right. So you've got four flats. Yeah, it's on my yeah. dump
4: axle, so it's in the air when I dump. But, yeah. You know, we've been saying that for years and years. Help us help you.
2: Yeah, yeah Dave. It's, it's so true. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I just wanted to uh, – I know we mentioned it already, but uh, Chris Beam and Rich Trujillo filling in for us last week. Just wanted to throw, give a shout-out to them. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, for both me and Dave – um, we went to the, the reveal of the 589 last week in Texas. Was it a boy or a girl? <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Which pronouns did it use? Is that is that a day cab or a sleeper? <laughs> Super day? But uh, Justin is the GM over at uh, Rush, and he got us VIP access down into the concert and the reveal of the of the truck and stuff. So a shout out to Justin over at, at Rush Truck Centers. And then uh, just as we were leaving the the second day there, we ran into I, I should have pulled his card out, but Gary Gary Pfizer Pfizer with Eaton Transmissions. And man, what a great conversation we had with this guy! Almost highlight of the trip, honey. yeah, yeah, Dave. Because he so was corny. so knowledgeable. He it happened to be his birthday. One of his coworkers wished him happy birthday, so he was sixty, right? Fifty nine. Yeah, fifty nine, and had worked there. He was thirty two years.
4: Yeah, thirty plus years. Yeah, thirty Jim, plus like, li- yeah.
2: years. But just a wealth of knowledge about the Eaton transmission, and it was so. And then they had a cutout of the transmission so had the side of the transmission cut out you could see the the main shafts and different stuff like it was an 18 speed but then he you know he explained how the clutch actuator which they call a snowshoe works and the pin it fastens on what some of the problems are you know he actually knew jfw corporation that we were running a couple of right yeah
4: it was a bit surreal man and we only stopped there cuz we were leaving the facility we were done yeah. and jim was like oh hey i'm going to use the restroom right quick and i was like all right i'll just wait here you know and i'm standing there looking at the booth and they tried to get me to come over to get in a raffle for a free cooler I'm like, no, I'm good. I don't need a free cooler. How many quarts was it?
1: <laughs> well, it
4: was cool, Jam. For you, I know you're such a rider and a roper. It had a steer mounted on the front, so you could you could practice your roping skills since we were down there at Texas Motor Speedway, right? You know,
1: I, I may not be, but Alfonso, uh, what, what's the guy you just hired, Dave? He's training with Leo. Alfonso? Arturo. No. Is it? No. Alfredo? Alfonso, Alfredo. <laughs> That's Alfonso. He's a uh, he is a, he does Mexican rodeos. Oh, and he's a trick roper. Oh, okay. He showed me a video, and it's it's wild. Wow. Oh, yeah, those guys are check pros. that Man, out. It's yeah. wild. I mean, yeah, he's jumping sure. through it, doing the whole thing, and there's a couple guys on horses like chasing the steer around, and then all of a sudden, I didn't know. I thought he was just like doing the rope tricks, and all of a sudden, <laughs> the steer comes by I'm he ropes uh, he, the
4: steer. He huh? ropes him, grabs Ooh. him by the leg. Yeah. Uh, that's, yeah, that's awesome. Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yep. Yeah. So anyway, they you know they were standing there, and I'm I'm looking at this cutout to this transmission, and the guy's like, "You want one of those? Five of those? Ten of those?" And I was like, "No, I'm good. We have like ninety six of them already." <laughs> <laughs> and then the other guy came up, that Gary Pfizer that Jim is talking about, and we talked for a few seconds, you know, and he said, "Well, what do you think of them?" And I said, "Well, kind of bittersweet." You know, I was honest with him. I didn't didn't ding him, but I said, lots of problems with supplies, and we've had some downtime, And but I said, the weight is great. The performance is good, but when they're down, they're down, you know, and he, he it was funny. As he started talking to me, he stopped midstream and looked at the logo on my shirt, and he's like, oh, you're our company out of Denver, JFW, and I was like, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I, I was really just taken back, and then Jim walked up and, I was talking to him and, and yeah, he was like, oh, Richard Ballard is our guy out in Denver that takes care of you. And, you know, I mean, he just had all this information. I mean, he was intimate about our trucks and our account and (laughs) dealing with us. And he's the one that he's – his team is the one who has us doing the two test transmissions that we're running right now and yeah he knew everything JFW and this mm. is a guy based out of Michigan they're in Kalamazoo yeah. Michigan That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was yeah. it was pretty surreal. And isn't and, that
3: interesting? I mean
4: doesn't like for instance
3: Western run like 100 none. of these no. transmissions they or don't have, they, don't have they any. won't have an automatic?
4: Really? Their yeah. drivers don't or, like or, them they say.
3: You know Cisco Foods or Shamrock Foods Nobody else runs this this transmission I in Denver. I think
2: it's so new, maybe a handful, but I don't think a fleet
3: of mm-hmm. them, Dave.
2: And the and we're really it's not that we're hard on them, but we're we had some of the first ones and we're we're running the the two test transmissions. But I, I was going to kind of mention answer your question here, Super Dave. But Gary didn't make excuses for the transmission he talked about solutions yes. and what the problem might be. And he didn't say his transmission was the best and it was the lightest or anything like that. He said, this is what we're doing. You know, the test transmissions you're running, we've pinned the bearings for the counter shafts. And it was that conversation of, well, I know we're having trouble with the, uh, uh, what's the top called? The MTMs. The MTMs. But he said, you know, we also are having uh, uh, oil coming from the manufacturers, uh, compressors, compressors, you know, messing up different valving and we're trying to solve that. He gave us a solution for a filter that Mike's trying to chase down. We <clears throat> talked about our air dryers. He explained that, you know, when the countershafts shafts get out of whack, they're causing most of the problem throughout the transmission. That's the reason they're pinning the bearings. And then we, you know, we had a discussion is Eaton is on it, but PACCAR partnered with them to, to have their name on the top and the bottom, but it's being ran by a Davy four system that PACCAR runs in. And it basically is the problem, not, not Eaton. I mean, he, he suggested that if you, if you need to know something, go to Eaton's website, download our manual download our yeah. updates because it's it's weekly or daily we're down we're updating and pack car months months yeah uh, or or the davy but that side of the system so it was yeah. it was a little bit of
4: regret you know but still working through it yeah i guess what was exciting to me though jim is there they are curing the problem Yeah, it's always
2: been that way. Yeah.
4: (laughs) He didn't say that. exactly. And I guess I I feel so positive. I have a fresh outlook that these problems we've had are going to be solved. It's Mm -hmm. encouraging. It is. It is, Jim. It's a breath of fresh air like, oh, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, you fix a few of
2: these issues, and it is a rock star transmission. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's – Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. very cool. Especially when you bring – the lightweight, and um, the just the the size of it, everything that it yeah. brings, you know, yeah.
4: Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's just so many positives about that transmission that to get these these deals worked out in them, and we have them in the last ten Kenworths that we got are pinned, right? Our Dave? pinned bearings, and the last five belts that we just got at the first of the year so mm-hmm. the the 10 kenworths last year and the five petes you know i'll say this year but that were right at january 1st we had technically one last year four this year so you know double what is that 100 through 104 mm-hmm. those are pinned and mm-hmm. and uh actually did we do 12 kenworths last year or 10 or 10 or 12 whatever it was yeah so. <laughs> yeah and then obviously from here forward they'll all be pinned yeah so Good stuff. Yeah, really solu- good solutions.
2: Stuff. That's what yeah. we all need. And and getting kind of to your question, Super Davis, I mean, there. Yeah, there should be other companies running them, but obviously, we're real world. We're giving them the best workout. You know, local all that kind of stuff, a lot of shifting, you know, you know, you can imagine up and down highway 85, you know, that kind of stuff, mountains. There's many, there's not many States that have our situation of how we can run a transmission. And I think that's bringing quite a bit of value to Gary's team.
4: Yeah. Yeah. And I think our, our failure issues have been magnified because of our, our region right mm-hmm. because yeah, of that yeah Jim. that's exactly what I'm and doing i mean yeah. you know i mean i know you mentioned like not many people are running these but when we go back and look like the introduction of them i think they were created in 2017 they went full out in like 18 or 19 yeah. it's the largest Eight, rele-
2: largest release of a of a product from paccar right right yeah. but
4: when you look back at their sales on them dave and this was the same with freightliner as well like their first year they were 15 or 20% of the sales force and now they're they're 80 to 90%. If a truck is manufactured, they almost all have ATMs in them or AMTs automated manual transmissions. Hmm. So but almost I think everything comes out. You almost have to spec a 30 a, a, a manual transmission.
2: But you look at those numbers, I think that's a small percentage of replacing all the other transmissions that are in fleets because sales have been so weird. you got to think, 2021, we were allocated. Right. Even though that was 80% of their trucks, there was an allocation for all these trucking companies, Super Dave. So we didn't – 80% could be 10 trucks, (laughs) (laughs) not the 500 they were selling at at one point.
4: Yeah.
1: Awesome. Any more shout-outs, guys?
4: I think I covered it. Well, I know you said we were back at the factory, but or I'm sorry, back at you know, for that truck reveal. Are we gonna talk about the truck?
2: Yeah, I just have uh, it down here in discussions, Dave. It's just gotcha. later. I just wrote okay. notes in. But I mean okay. we can certainly however you know, Jam and, wants to kick off the discussions. I
4: mean, you brought it up. Let's let's talk about it. I just figure everybody's like they're more interested in the truck. We were stoked about the transmission. transmission yeah, the truck yeah. is like, yeah, that's a truck. Yeah, yeah, let's, yeah,
2: let's solve some downtime problems. You know, let's yeah. get what can we do better? What right. can we teach our drivers? Yeah, right, the, exactly. The yeah,
4: we're more concerned yeah. about the safety, not the reveal.
2: Yeah, I guess I'd have to jump out about the truck and go, it was badass, Dave." I yeah. think Peter built, however, whatever they control of car, you know, they did something that no other manufacturer did as far as an old school truck yeah you know i kenworth they have that 990 and i know they've they've released the uh w9 as an anniversary truck or something they brought some models back or a model of that but and the 990 is kind of ugly in the kenworth but when we talk to people like freightliner didn't bring back their coronado right you know their big hood you don't have international bringing back what was that 4700 or whatever their yeah big hood their. Yeah. The 13-letter shit spreader. <laughs> and uh,
3: <laughs> It was the 4700. Yeah, I think it yeah. was. Good yeah. memory, Jim. Yeah. Really
2: good. And uh, y- you know, they, they talked about that. And here's, here's Peterbilt. And I, I guess I want to praise more on Peterbilt than Paccar, but I'm sure Paccar Car has something to do with it. They took that old school truck, that look and everything else, put our cab on it, which is the same cab we're running now in the Peterbilts and the Kenworths, put a long hood on it, um, they they molded and manufactured the air cleaners, so they were aerodynamic, making the government happy, getting our their EPA standards in there and kept them in a, a looks just like an 18 inch Vortok cleaner, right, Dave? I mean, basically. And uh, headlights the same, big bumper, you yeah. know, it was just it was well done.
4: It was funny because Chili Dog when he was by and brought that clean inspection yesterday, <clears throat> he said, "What do you think of the truck?" And I was like, listen the the old school guys are gonna hate it because it's change yeah. right it's not their it's not their 359 it's not their 379 it's not their 389 right yeah where that yeah. was all yeah. three models of those were the same truck yeah right? yeah very small differences between those three yeah models. cab size all yeah, that kind of stuff yeah. yeah but this 589 it truly is a very small change. But the truck enthusiasts are going to hate it because they've lost their their tiny little cab. You know, now we have the same cab. Like you said, we're running. We have it in every truck except the last five, yeah? Right?
2: Yeah, which is sundown. yeah, those those trucks will be, yeah, special They're, someday. their history.
4: yeah, they yeah. were sunsetted this year, so can't get them anymore. And uh, that two point one meter cab, that's what they call it, in both the Kenworth and the and the Peterbilt side because it's the same. I mean, some people don't even know that. That is the same cab. identical cab. <laughs> <Yeah>. One manufacturer <laughs> yeah. makes that cab.
2: It's the same piece of glass no it, matter it what is, yeah. every cab. Yeah,
4: it, just, it doesn't matter, right? So now Peterbilt will have that cab, and that's where the huge step of aerodynamics for the government mm-hmm. comes into play because Peterbilt just didn't choose on their own to stop making that truck. Mm. And I, I tried to explain this to Chili Dog yesterday, and it's it's not the greenhouse gas emissions But it is involved in that because part of the greenhouse gas is your aerodynamic efficiencies. Yeah, you have to meet a
2: certain rating. That's the reason they talk about the speed limiter.
4: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But what people don't understand is the feds actually ding Peterbilt for every one of those trucks that are made. So for every one of those trucks that are made, they have to pay X amount of taxes and sell like two to three times more aerodynamic trucks and get the tax credit. So they get a tax credit with the greenhouse gas on it and they lose the tax credit on the other. So basically the government has forced them to stop making this truck. That's Mm -hmm. just it in a nutshell,
2: Yeah, yeah. Yep, no.
4: They have
3: the same restrictions on automobile sales and stuff, don't they? That they have to have a certain percentage that gets better than 35 miles to the gallon, let's say.
2: Sure. Yeah, they're doing, I think, the same thing. They have to sell so many electric cars too. Yeah. It's the Mm -hmm. same thing. Because we, like several years ago when the the a lot of the emission changes came out when we went back to peterbilt to the to the factory and had a meeting with them peterbilt or paccar took the stance that those trucks the computer system actually has more coding in it than like a fighter jet yeah an f16 that, that, wow. an f16 that we have more coding that's crazy so right? peter gary yeah yeah exactly so peterbilt paccar decided okay we have all these things the government wants all this stuff. They turned on all the alerts. They said, okay, you're you know, you drive over a fly with a tire. We have a sensor that'll pick that up and we're gonna send you an alert, whether it's a red light, a check engine light, a caution light, whatever, to make the government happy. That that made all the government happy. But they were realizing at the time we had the meeting that, oh my God, that caused so many problems for our customers. That we we have you know warranty issues we have this going on we have that going on, then they were the ones that just plain brought it up that Freightliner took the stance that we're not going to do that, and they didn't turn half the stuff on. They've been they were at that time they were taking all the fines they were the government was giving them, paying the government the fines and were making their customers happy. Huh. And it was saving. more successful. And were more successful. Yeah. They were making yeah. more money at the time yep. than Paccar was pleasing their customers. And yeah. you just when you when you hear statements like that, that's when that government thing yeah. just you know where where's free enterprise? You know they just stepped in and told Peterbilt Paccar they couldn't make the same truck anymore. Yeah, I, I don't think that's that's where they should be. And then they taken away the the choice where
4: it's cheaper to pay the government fines to please their customer. Yeah. something something's just wrong there yeah. yeah so so to get back talking about the reveal like i mentioned the old school guy is going to hate that truck right jim yeah i mean the original hardcore yeah. yeah and he's gaining
2: all he or she is gaining all that room right all that visibility right the mirrors the the comfort yeah, yeah. just
1: yeah hey, aren't you guys old school
2: <laughs> no no
4: I'd say old school was cutting-edge technology, yeah, Jim. you guys have been trucking right.
1: 40 years. You're old school. <laughs> but you love the technology. That's great.
4: But then you get to the, the all, I don't want to say the average person, but I guess that's what I'll say. I don't know how to describe it. They're going to look at that truck and not even notice a difference. No. They are the, the average person. I would say even if you're a, a trucker, some truckers, are going to look at that truck and be like, "What's different about it?" That would be me. And someone will need to point out yeah, the cab, the doors, right, the mirrors. They're going to see the grill, the and windshield. The that's it, and dude, the that's, Square that's, bumper, yeah. exactly, Dave. And they're yeah. going to be like, "It's different." You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Or, or they're going to drive it and go, "Oh, I like this one a lot better. It's a lot roomier huh. inside." You know, or whatever the case may be. So
1: I just get in and go trucking.
4: <laughs> I mean, I, <laughs> right, right. So it was funny after I finished the conversation with Chili Dog, explaining the old school guy's going to hate it. The average person isn't going to notice. And I, that was kind of where I left it. And Chili Dog goes, no, so what do you think about it? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. You know, I, ju- I just was like, I don't know. It, it, it is what it is. You know what right. I mean? It, to me, it's another truck model. I, I want to know the weight, right? Mm. You know, right. For us, we know the extended hoods aren't as safe because you lose visibility out of that. Mm. You know, even with the bigger cab or, or you know, curved windshield or whatnot, that's, it's a safety hazard. And for us, I mean, we just, we really have to focus and strive on that safety. I mean, especially, you know, safety has no blind spots. That project that we're trying to pull off is, is huge for us. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah we have, need
1: to, it's kind of fizzled out. I know I'm jumping all over the place, but we need to get back on those blind spot cameras.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. Yeah. We do. Yeah we do yeah, yeah i think
4: we're kind of waiting from samsara because it sounded like you know unless you heard back from him jam i was man i was just i was so wanting that technology
1: they can't they did come back they can't did they those cameras won't have ai on it ah. but you know carrie heligas he's trying to talk to the engineers and he feels like that will be in the future yeah you know to have yeah. ai on those cameras but right now He couldn't even he told me the last thing he told me is if you find cameras with ai and those side cameras let me know Mm -hmm. oh wow wow
4: you know something that i thought of and we haven't talked about it so i may as well just talk about it on air and let everybody else listen too but the accidents that we've had right we, we go back and we look at the footage and that camera being so high up in the center of that windshield it clearly sees those cars right. i mean it yeah way because
2: you know, it's and, set
4: up what what's the saying sit up and look out or look out lean and look lean and look lean and look, lean and look that right? camera lean lean, leaning, 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 leaning.
2: leaning and looking yeah
4: exactly why can't we just get a monitor in the cab that shows what the camera is showing yeah. right a display we just need that driver to see that display of what the camera is showing Right. So you gonna make some phone calls this afternoon? That's yeah. a great idea, right? Is it like because <laughs> 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 that's all we need, and then you somehow we mount that monitor or that display over on the right pillar post, and that way when you change lanes, you kind of glance and you're like, oh, clearly there's nothing there. Yeah, yeah, the right.
1: Yeah,
2: I was gonna mention, Dave. Do you remember because Rick from uh, MHC sent us on the new model Kenworth coming out? Yeah, and it wasn't our T eight eighties. I
4: think it's just the T six hundred.
2: T six hundred but it had these little tiny mirrors on the outside of the cab that yeah, was funny that looked down your trailer you could use them to look down the they trailer like
4: little sports car mirrors
2: yeah but then there was full mirrors which were video cameras on the pillar posts
4: inside the cab
2: inside the cab that showed everything mm-hmm. Blind spot, back of the trailer, side of the trailer, front of the hood. Yeah. I mean, it was. We were like, "When's it coming out? When's it? When's it going to be?" Because yeah. it was. It was amazing looking yeah. the video of it. It was. It was so good. Yeah, I wanted to mention on the, the five eighty nine. I, I was telling everybody, Dave, you have to be a connoisseur of that truck model to recognize it. Yeah. Otherwise, you'll never yeah. you'll never figure it out. Yeah. You just yeah won't for notice. sure.
1: I do like that that idea, Dave, about monitors. Just, I mean, just the monitor showing yeah, that camera. Like, yeah, That's probably easy.
4: Yeah. That's, I mean, if there was a way to get... I mean, you don't need anything bigger than, than my nice, luxurious <laughs> Samsung Note 23 <laughs> badass phone. It's not compatible. To display there.
1: Won't be compatible.
4: Yeah. It'll, have, <laughs> it'll have to be an Apple iPad or something on the screen. Uh,
2: but you'd think you could just plug right into it somehow and, and get the feed off of it. You would hope.
1: Yeah, I right. mean but
4: that technology is never that simple.
1: Well, I mean they, there's like a splitter, so if we were going to add the the side and the rear camera, there's like this I don't know, manifold so to speak where everything runs through. Yeah, no, you're the right. Water. Yeah. So we just to me we just need that
2: to the display. We just need the view. Yeah, yeah. yeah. live view. Me, let
1: yeah. me contact my people. Yeah. 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 That's a great idea. Cool. Sweet. Sweet guys want to talk about mobile phone use i don't know if you heard last week we talked about a little bit (laughs) there were some pros and cons (laughs) in
4: last week's conversation right (laughs) you could go a lot of different ways on that uh yeah uh all right chris beam love you man but you're one of the rare few people that you have amazing situational awareness and you probably have some abilities that not all people have and you mentioned, you know, if you're going one, two, three miles an hour, you're okay looking at the phone, which I agree, you are. But just last week, we had three incidents where all three trucks were going one, two, three miles an hour, and we drove over a pipe ballard, we drug a set of brakes all the way through the yard, and I do not always say three, I said three yesterday. Yeah, I can't remember third. the third, but I, I swore there was a third all those speeds Mm -hmm. and it's it's almost more critical at those speeds because you're you're navigating more you're Mm -hmm. in tighter areas you're in closer quarters you're doing many more things and i guess you know chris kudos to you because all the years you've worked here you have that innate ability and i agree with you you're capable of it you're safe doing it i don't think the average person is though it's just more room for error, and we have all the videotape to prove it.
2: Yeah, and in our discussion, we, we stood in the kitchen the other day, Jam and Dave and Super Dave or all of us were standing there. We talked about Chris Beam just like you're bringing up, you know. And, and the thing is, is, like we were talking, okay, Chris can do that because I, I agree with you, Dave, but he can't. Yeah. He can't because we have to make it a blanket across everything. Right. No cell phone use. Yep. You know, when you just brought that up, Jam, about you want to talk about cell phone use and we're already however thirty minutes into the episode, but this is a big deal. Yep. I mean when we hit the post out there, and then the the excuse I got when I, cause I was right there, I heard the trailer. I mean it, it took the rock trailer and shoved it over and made a horrific noise when it hit the post, protecting our fuel tank. So, you know, it's been we're, we've been here 23 years. We've never had the post any of the posts be hit yet, and every day we have something that blows me away. Yeah, you know, blows me away. Changes changes my life every day. And when it
4: has to do with that phone, get the f off the phone. Right. Stop it. And why are you moving and driving? Yeah, and on your phone. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah, so it, it, yeah Jim. For the, just-
1: for the more qualified people that have the ability to do both, you may think like, well, the risk isn't that great. You <laughs> Until know what I mean? it is. So it's not the risk; it's what's at stake. Your job is at stake. Yeah, yeah. we, so we just- What if what if and what if Chris Beam, you know, rear-ended somebody out of light because he was doing two miles an hour, and we look at the video, and he's on the phone. I mean, it's zero tolerance. Yeah. So, yeah, can you do it? You probably could. Should you? (laughs) Absolutely. Not a good idea. Not a good idea. There's a a lot at stake.
4: I mean, the guy that we had at the gravel pit that drove over this sand berm
1: (laughs) because
4: he was on his phone. And he drove over it, got stuck, kept trying to go all while on the phone.
1: And finished his text before he called anybody.
4: Exactly. Exactly. And then the guy who stopped over on Tower Road pushed a car. Pushed a car yep. all while on the phone. You yep. know, didn't even didn't even know he hit it and was pushing it
1: because yep. he, he was, was so
4: yeah so engrossed he on the phone text. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's it is a distraction. Period. That's what yep. it's called: distracted driving. You were driving. You shouldn't be distracted. You should be focused. Yep. Right. There's there's distracted driving and there's focused. You should be focused. Period. Yep. So yeah, you you just,
2: you just brought it up, Jam. Is I bet that the, the new teammate you were just talking about that can rope mm-hmm. and stuff and trick rope, I bet he can trick rope and text at the same time. <laughs> Talk to
1: text, I'm sure. <laughs> I, I can't. Right.
2: I can't even rope. Right. right. And that's our example of Chris Beam. He can probably do it. Yeah. Oh, but he can't rope.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but we can't we just can't have that and we, we keep can't run-
4: take the chance no that's the that's the, the, issue, that's the th- right? it runs
2: it runs yes. the odds up and we can't afford this anymore i mean i, I wrote you know my uh, my closing remarks i mean we've hit the scale twice we hit a truck coming down the street we backed into a truck in the yard we hit a pole in the in the our own yard we drug the brakes through the yard here which i don't know how far the driver would have got but we ha- you know you guys wonder what we do and stand out in the yard and talk about we stand out in the yard half the time to make sure you guys get out of the yard <laughs> right you know and and how far they would have went without that you know we've had overweight tickets which we we just talk about over and over and over on the podcast we still ended up with two of those last week um, we had, we had damage, which blew me away, but the whole incidence of going through. It, so we have an unusual amount of rain that created unusual um, puddles. And then we drove through the puddles. It was so deep when the fan hit the water that was so deep. It broke the fan and then broke the radiator. We've given away easily $25,000 in the last three weeks, Ish. no problem. Twenty-five grand. Somebody want twenty-five grand? Me and Dave will just Every give day. it to you. At this at this pace, and I I don't know how to be how to be happy
3: about the last few weeks because what the hell is up with you guys? And that on top we- of that, with all this rain, we've been slow. Yeah, it's not yeah. even. We're not even busting butt, and you know. what Yeah, I mean, we're not pressure. even making any money to pay for exactly. our f ups. Yep. yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, it's it's tough, Dave. It's tough, you know. And and I I guess we we JFW, you know. We we try to be modest and we try to say, hey, we're we're offering PTO and we have insurance programs. We we're, we're paying good rates. We have brand new trucks. Okay, we're walking the walk. It's about time you guys walk it, because I'm tired of paying the parts bills. And if it has to do with being on the phone, get off the phone. Don't use the phone. Pay attention to what you're doing. Have some pride in yourselves and what you do every day. You know, the guy with the, with the, the drug, the brakes, he used the pinch valve mm-hmm. to jump out of his truck. What do we say about the pinch valve, Dave? We've had people driven over, have we not? Yeah. In the last 40 years, drive over themselves because they use the pinch valve. I mean, I don't know when... You know, hopefully everybody that's listening to the podcast, but the people that aren't 11, listening to the podcast, you're 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 losing it. You're not our culture. It's all there is to it. And if that upsets somebody and you want to quit, quit. You know, because we got a great guy that hires people. We got great people that work here. We'll find other people to replace you that are better. That's all there is to it. And I... I, I you know, you think, you know, sounds terrible on here. If I get some hate mail... I don't care.
1: Welcome back, Jim.
2: <laughs> ah, it's just it's just frustrating. I get it. You know the you know, thing I, about the I don't take anybody's personal shit out and wreck it. Right. That's that's mine and Dave's truck. You know, it's your guys' truck too, because you guys the steering committee and other people here, you know, when you talk about chili dog rolling into the into the port and getting a clean inspection, that's because he cares. Mm-hmm. And that hurts those guys too. Everybody here.
4: Every one of these issues that we've got is based on situational awareness. Yeah. Yeah,
2: that's, that's the next it. thing on, on the list here. Right. You know, the the 11-year-old on the bus. Yep.
1: Before we move on to that, I just want to bring up distracted driving is not only from mobile phone use. It could be from, from anything.
2: Oh, yeah. Anything, Jim, you know, yeah.
1: You could be, you know, there's, there's companies out there, and even the Samsara cameras are set up where, you know, if somebody's eating, it could Send you an alert. We turn that off. Yeah. We, want, we want our guys to be able to eat a sandwich going down the road, right? Because we're not, we're not that company that thinks that you can't yeah, eat a sandwich. Yeah, but guess what? You lot. drop
4: your sandwich, your bag of chips on the ground, right? You better stop and pull over exactly. and grab them. You we're, can't just take your head off the road and yeah. be looking for what's on the floorboard, right? If you're
1: looking in your cooler, you know, you got to still look on drive and put yeah. your hand in the cooler and find what you want. If you don't see, if you can't feel it, you can't just. Yeah. Yeah. Start digging through your cooler. It sounds silly. Hands.
4: You look with your hand. Right. Using yeah. it to feel things. Thank right? you, Look Perfect. with your hand, Thanks. not your yeah. eyes. And, and I did
3: want to bring that up, too, because uh, we were looking for mobile phone use, and we saw more than one driver literally for uh, 10, 15 seconds at a time looking down into their lunchbox yeah. to get something out. Yeah. And that's just as bad as as texting or anything else. Yeah, we
4: are seriously cracking down on it. I mean, we had Dustin sent three videos from Monday. Mm -hmm. And there were a couple of them. You know, a guy was messing with his phone, veered clear off to the right lane and and back. And it's like, whoa, dude, Mm -hmm. what are you doing? What are you so, thinking?
1: Same I, guy was looking in his cooler for the yeah, ten or fifteen yeah. seconds.
4: Yeah, and I mean, Dave, Dave and I have joked about this before. Well, just Monday after we looked at those videos, and my, I can't speak for Dave, but my eyes are bad enough now, Jim. I can't look at the road and see the road, and then my eye on that too. Yeah, Dave. I can't see what I can't adjust what's on my phone, and obviously, I know you can make the settings bigger, but I'm like, I can't see it. I'm not going to mess with it. I, I, I'm driving right. <laughs> so this is my take. And that
3: everybody out there is is very rushed. You know, they're they've got to pick up the kids from school. They're they have an appointment at two, and then another appointment at four. And so when they're driving, and driving is something that you learn from 16 years old or even even younger, and they believe that that's the secondary activity while they're busy driving. They I got to make that phone call. I got to set up this appointment. I you know, need to talk to my kids, and so that becomes the primary activity, and it shouldn't be that way. Right? You got to be operating. That's that's a three or four thousand pound weapon. Right. Let's pay attention to the and it's going seventy five miles an hour, or let's, eighty,
4: yeah. <laughs> or ninety <laughs> nowadays, yeah. Huh, Jim. Yeah. I guess and my it, thing is uh, sorry, Dave. Go ahead.
3: Well, mm. it's just like let's drive first, and if you have to make that phone call,
4: stop. Yeah. Well. well, well, t- well that That's the point, Dave. We are stopped. Yeah. We're at the pit and the plant every 30 to 45 minutes. Right. Worst case, it's an hour. Okay, on fair play, it's almost two. You can't go two hours or an hour and 45 minutes, an hour and 50 minutes without making a text. You you can't make it that long. I can. Right? I can yeah. too. I mean, yeah. and, a text isn't urgent. Urgent is a phone call. Yep. You know, if you get a text, just tell your phone. You saw who the text was from. Just by a, the fastest of glimpses, right? Your phone should be up on the display. I mean, you still have your peripheral vision of your head up. You see, oh, Judy called. You just take your phone, call Judy, right? Hey Google, hey Siri, hey whatever, call Judy, right? I mean, that's it's that simple. Hey, I can't text you right now. I'm driving, right? You have your hands it's that free. Simple. You're still focused on the road, you know, and that's still distracting. Especially if, you know, you're having a conversation with someone that, you know, is in-depth or, you know, somebody applying for a home loan or, you know, I mean, those are things. It's just, it's distracted, period. But you can, the majority of our runs, you're, you're 30, 45 minutes at max not having to text back and forth.
2: You said it the other day, Dave. The, the thing is, and I don't know anybody even realizes it, is so the killer of, of engines used to be idling. Right. it was a bad thing to do everybody come in here and say hey what's your idle time then it, you know then it's the cost of fuel why it's idling you know and over the road truck i don't know they average like a good is like 35 percent or something like that is what we've been told we have always set about 25 percent is our idle time yep you know you can look it up in probably sam can run a report the idle time in the computer the whole bit so just like you're talking dave and you were the one that brought it up the other day so 25, every one of you has a 25% idle time. Yep. So 25% of the time you're sitting someplace. At idle. At idle.
4: Send your text then.
2: Send your text.
4: If your wheels are moving, your phone should be down. You know,
2: a quarter of your day is idling. Yeah. Find time in that quarter of your day to send a text. Yep.
4: I mean, there isn't a driver here that hasn't made fun of some person they've been next to on the highway that either slowed down and then they went to go around them and they sped up because they put the phone down or, I I mean, there is always someone that you've seen every single day that is having a phone issue and it's causing you a problem. Right. And you, you're stuck having to deal with it. How are we better? There, there's no one that can do both. It's impossible. I
1: mean, here's a crazy idea. Call somebody. If you have a headset, talk to them on the phone. Yeah, <laughs> you don't have to worry about text. Yeah.
2: Yep. Absolutely.
1: Super Dave, you just uh, read an article, kind of in alignment with what we're talking about about mind wandering and accidents.
3: Yeah, I, I you know, as you're uh, looking through the news, and the the headline really caught my eye. I mean, mind wandering crash. Excuse me, mind wandering crashes. And we're are saying up. mind with a D, right? Like yeah, like mind. the human mind, right? like my brain they are up more than <laughs> double in 2022 from 2021. Wow. And so of course I looked at the article and read it down. So state patrol are pulling people over or not. I'm sorry. State patrol are responding to crashes and the people involved in the crashes are saying, I don't know what I was thinking. I wasn't paying attention or I was my mind was just not paying attention to driving. I was thinking about Whatever I was going to do next, you know, which is similar to making these phone calls while you're driving. But the explanation of why they hit that car, and um, they have instances of where people literally drive right into the back of semi trailers because they didn't pay attention. And I first thing that came to my mind was when Jose, that used to work here, he had to hit the median because he just was going along at 60 miles an hour. And didn't see that the traffic stopped. Yeah. His mind was wandering. Yeah. He was not paying attention to driving. Right. He was thinking about the weather, thinking about his date that night, thinking about, you know, anything but.
1: I wonder if some of those statistics are actually distracted driving and then the people are just saying, I wasn't. You know, I, I, I'm not gonna admit to texting and driving.
4: Exactly, Jam. <laughs> I wondered the same exact thing as Dave was saying that because uh. to me it only makes sense that the people are just gonna lie about it. Right. They don't want to admit they were on their phone and they're right. gonna go, "Oh, I was, I was, I just wasn't paying attention."
1: That's why when people but, text and drive, they put their phone down here where people can't see it. Uh huh. They don't want to get mm-hmm. caught.
4: Absolutely. They don't bring their eyes off the road. Yep. Which is worse, right? Yeah. Jim? Yeah. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Not a good. Not a good thing. And yeah. I don't know. In those accidents, I mean, if it's severe enough, the state patrol takes your phone. They don't ask. They take.
1: Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, it all comes up to you know, like you said, that situational awareness. I talked about it last week. We something we teach in the firearms community is to pay attention and something to put you in condition. Right, where you're totally oblivious to your surroundings. Is your cell phone. Yeah. Yep. Which brings up the kid on the bus story.
4: Yeah. I, before you jump to that, I guess I just want to bring up and point out that if we have an accident and you were on your phone, we're required to give that video up. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's even if we say no, we're not going to give it up. <laughs> yeah. Somebody would just subpoena, subpoena us in court mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we're required to give it up. I mean, it's yeah. so right there's the proof. Here, this is what I was doing before I ran over this car, or whatever the case is, you guys. I mean, it's. I mean, not
1: for nothing. If you have an accident and you hurt somebody because you were texting and driving, I mean, we're going to willingly give up that video. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And the yeah. Thing,
2: thing is with our insurance company, we may take care of it. We, you know, injuries, they'll, let's say we take care of that. We get them a new car, whatever it takes. It's settled. That still leaves you open for a civil so, lawsuit. Oh, boy. Or- and, I mean, yeah. that is your baby. That yeah. our, our insurance company isn't coming to rescue on a civil deal because here's the proof. Yeah. They've already settled. We That's were, your baby. We were guilty.
4: Well, and what do we talk about having employees here? What do they need to be when we hire them?
1: Not paying attention. No. No, they need to be defendable. <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. And yeah, I know, you,
4: Dave, when you bring everyone on, you explain that. We want defendable people here that are good, that are... Not texting and driving. That are not distracted by the phone. That are not doing those things. Mm-hmm.
3: I tell you, people, they they have a a valid CDL, and then they have ten tickets on that CDL over the past ten years or whatever seven years. Yeah, and they they look at me with the deer in the headlight looks. Like, what do you mean my CDL is good? It's valid. Yeah, and then I tell them the story about Mister Ed, and uh, you know Ed, how you doing? If you listen, I'm not sure, but he had a pretty good driving record, and then those lawyers, when he rear-ended that Cadillac, dug up his truck rollover from, like, 1982, yeah. right? Yeah,
2: so, so far back. How and did then, they
3: find that?
2: Yeah, and then they ask us if we were aware of the ro- rollover. Yeah, like 20 years ago, right, Super Dave?
3: Only because and, Ed told us it wasn't on his MVR. Yeah, right? yeah there's, no, look there's no, no way yeah. for
2: us to find it. it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
4: I guess, Jim, do you remember the girl that was killed that hit the back of us up there by 120th Ugh. and Bradburn? Was she texting?
2: Yes. Yeah. yeah, Yeah.
4: so I mean, whether everyone knows this or not, for those of you that have been here, been here for, what that happened, now, Jim? Is it pushing 10 years? It was in the Ray- all-purple 003. It was yeah, before Ray- we yeah. yeah. ketone it. Was that I Ray think? 8? It was. Yes, yeah. Yeah. yes. good. Yeah, memory, so I Jim. mean, just so everybody knows, we had a rock trailer. Sitting at 120th and Bradburn, right at Ted's Montana Grill.
2: Yeah, her name's on the sign there if anybody drives by.
4: It was Carissa Miller, Jim. I mean, I remember the name. Sign is gone now. Is it really? I was just through there. I looked for it. Oh, wow. Sign is gone. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we're sitting there eastbound at 120th. Empty. We Mm -hmm. were even empty. We had done a delivery or done something up there. Driver just sitting there at the red light, minding his own business. And a girl wasn't paying attention hit us, they estimate, going 50 miles an hour. Oh, what was that, like a little Datsun or Nissan or something I some don't remember the car. car. I
2: just remember looking in the car, and the brake chamber was at the steering wheel. Yeah,
4: yep. And uh, she died. She died right there at the back of that trailer. And the driver got back and tried to help her, and it was too late. I mean, there was nothing left of her, really. And Jim and I, you know, obviously, the driver called on the radio, and we could tell it was bad. Jim and I ran there as fast as we could, and, you know, you see a mother and a father sobbing, standing there at the side of the road. You know, they they know their daughters passed away right then and there, and the rest of the family is showing up. And your heart breaks for that family. And then we sit there as as possible, liable company. You feel going, like you did it. Right. And we, and we right, didn't. You and feel we didn't. responsible, Jim, Yeah, you feel... We sat there and we immediately thought, oh, was our foot on the brake? No. Did she not see the brake lights? Did she think we were rolling? You know, and then because it's a fatality, DOT shows up and that truck doesn't leave until it's fully inspected. You know, and I mean, the car hit the back of the trailer so hard, it broke the brake chambers off, you know, and I mean, they had to prove that there was, that, that was all fresh from the accident and, you know, we had to release brakes just to drag it out of the way and it just... You're sitting there, we are scared to death that we're liable, even though we did nothing wrong, we were just sitting there. So can you imagine the feeling of actually being guilty and having something done wrong? You know, this family lost their daughter because she was texting and driving. We could cause that. We could be the person that took her life because we're texting and driving. And I guess until you experience that, maybe you don't understand how powerful it is to be on a scene like that. You know, we all talk so nonchalant if we see an accident on the road. And, oh yeah, the body was laying on the road and it had a blanket over it. And that's all you say. And it's pretty easy to just say that. But that was someone's, you know, daughter, sister, uh, family member, mother. Whoever it is that you saw, they're not coming home tonight. And it, it's, it's just crazy to realize the liability you have out there, not only JFW has, but you have. So do the right thing. It's not hard.
2: Yeah, I want to want to mention a detail that Dave's just not mentioned to you guys, and we like to harp on it too. So teenage girl texting, but she was also not wearing her seatbelt, mm. and uh, the you know the damage of the of hitting the steering wheel. Here's more than likely what killed her they they did mention because the compartment of the truck or I'm sorry the d- compartment of the car was still intact, and if she would have been wearing a seatbelt, probably some broken legs and hips and stuff, but would have survived that's the other key to that that investigation and so that the cell phone use wearing your seatbelt the whole bit and and you know Dave's trying to tell you until you've you've been through that you know and I, I mentioned a little bit ago that you know. That's our truck, mine and Dave's personal truck that you went out and crashed. That's our truck sitting at the scene. That's our vehicle. That's where the personalness, you know, comes into play where you take it personal because we're thinking we, we hurt this person. And when you bring that up, Dave, I, I don't know how old it is. I just remember being in high school or whatever it was, The the old show, Scared Straight where they take the kids and to jail and stuff like that you guys you know every every one of you you guys that are on the cell phones and and just pushing the limit and holding your cell phone down so people can't see it you need to you need to go to scared straight school <laughs> and and witness somebody dying you know witness the carnage that you could have caused you need to be scared straight so that's the first thing in your mind that you think of, not the cell phone, not getting back to your your girlfriend or your boyfriend or talking to another driver or or whatever you're doing. You know, we're always amazed at how many people are on their phone at five o'clock in the morning. I don't have anybody to talk to on the, at five o'clock in the morning. You know, not not on the phone, right. not, not family member, right? And so, yeah, I just wow, we just need to pay attention so much. We need to do the right thing.
1: Amen. The phone's so powerful. I'd love for one of you guys to tell the kid on the bus story. I can't remember whose story that was.
2: Yeah, I, I, I just happened. It was on Sunday morning, and then I mentioned it to, to Brother Dave. Actually, I've mentioned it to several people, but Brother Dave, and I guess it's been on the news quite a bit, and it was about the 11-year-old boy that the school bus driver was having a heart attack, and he noticed that the bus driver was having a heart attack. He was in the front of the bus, but he stood up. He reached And, and,
4: r- and I, I just—I got to interrupt you for the— st- How did he notice? He wasn't just sitting there looking at the bus driver, right? What What made him look at the bus driver, Jim?
2: The bus was weaving.
4: And it went through a four-way stop. Oh,
2: I didn't. I didn't know that
4: part. Yeah, in the in the video, he the bus never stops at a four way stop. It's in line, mm. and when it got there, it just kept going. The guy never slowed. He went right through a stop sign. On oh, the bus.
2: Gotcha. Yeah, I didn't didn't yeah. know that. Didn't yeah. know that part. And uh, so Dave said he's seen the clip, and then the clip ends. And uh, lots of people i I've, I've heard said they've seen the clip, and then the boy gets the bus stopped. You can even see him where he puts it in park, but he yells to everybody on the bus. Call nine one one, you know. And and Dave said he thought that was weird because why didn't if the guy was such a hero he stepped on the brakes he you know put the park and bu- the bus in park all that why didn't he just call nine one one why did he have to ask somebody? But the Sunday morning uh, show was basically on situational awareness. The the interviewer even interviewed everybody on the bus or a lot of kids on the bus, and the kids on the bus go. I don't know what was going on. I was playing a game on my phone. I don't know what was going on. I was texting. I don't know what was going on. I was doing this on my phone. I was doing that on my phone, and then they flashed to the kid's parents and said, "Do you do you know why your son did this or wh- how this happened?" And the parent was like, "Yeah, our my son does not have a phone. He didn't have a phone that his head was in." So, like Dave just mentioned on the four-way, the kid l- seen the he l- looked up at the bus driver he's seen the bus go through the four-way stop he's seen that he felt the bus weaving he looked he had all this situational awareness because his head wasn't in the phone stepped up and saved all the people's uh, lives possibly because you don't know how fast the bus was going or whatever how many people's lives around the bus that that the rear-ended i mean he was literally a hero and I'm pretty sure the bus driver even survived because they didn't they didn't talk about him passing away. So I assume he survived, you know. And and the funny thing about it was when they interviewed the kid, he was pissed he didn't have a cell phone, and he just and he even rolled his eyes on the camera and go yeah I, whatever my parents are old fashioned, you know and and stuff like that. But he just doesn't realize he's a hero. And, and how many lives he possibly saved. And the I, I guess I want to relate that to, to all of you out there listening is you know if you don't use your phone, you're stepping up and being different yep. and you're you're making a step not to be like everybody else on the bus that was looking at their phone. You know and we talk about that podcast after podcast about JFW being different, you being different, as a driver you know the rest of your brethren let them do that or your sisterhood let them do that let us be different you know we 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 even talked about the one of the questions you have in here jam i'm sure they're asking what are we going to do about the you know the 60 mile an hour volunteers why don't you all just drive 60 miles an hour
1: (laughs) test it out right you know step up there are some guys doing that by the way yeah yeah yeah, getting back to the phones and not paying attention <clears throat> I don't know if you guys recall, but they used to it was more prevalent on the East Coast, but there was this thing called the knockout game, and these gang members would look for somebody usually weaker you we know remember what I mean? that, yeah. to see if yeah. they can knock them out with one punch. So let me ask you a question. If I'm at a bus stop and I got my phone buried my head buried in a phone, and you're standing next to me paying attention. Who do you think they're going to try to knock
4: out? Dude with the phone, man. Dude with no. the phone.
2: Are we yeah. ready to rumble? <laughs> it's going to be a quick rumble.
4: Yep. <laughs> yeah.
1: All right. Moving on. Uh, the next thing on the list I have is do not move with your trailer halfway up. While so I, dumping. While, well, while dumping. While dumping. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so talking to a driver the other day, and, I mean, he was, you know, pure hearted, and he was like, hey, You know, I was at this job site and there was a crown on the road where we had a dump. So it was a little unlevel. So I wanted to make sure, you know, not only me, but I told the next guy, make sure you only put your trailer halfway up (laughs) and then move forward to finish dumping. And I was just like, I was mind blown. Yeah. Like, why? You are asking to tip a trailer over like that. Yeah. Why is a trailer going to tip over like that, Super Dave?
3: you have all the weight in the nose and you're leaning and you're moving yes. so it's going to the momentum of the trailer is going to take it to whichever side it's leaning to exactly and when
4: you stop it's going to thrust that way yes to the yeah. side it's leaning yeah
2: cuz your whole not your whole load but that load that's still in the front is standing on that little bitty stick yes <laughs> yep.
4: yeah
1: yeah i mean we've talked about this before we've talked about proper dumping procedure over and over again but Apparently, we need to talk about it again. I mean, the name of the game is to get the material out of the nose. There comes a certain point in time where you're going up with that trailer. We call it the point of no return. You got to send it. So to go halfway up to just bring it down, I mean, to to move forward, it's just super dangerous.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the last choice, Yeah, right? I mean, yeah. it's not even a choice. Yeah. It shouldn't ever be a choice. You stop. Yeah. If you're, you are You shouldn't ever be halfway up and be leaning, number right. one, right? If you're halfway up and you're leaning... You need to lower that trailer down and readjust. Yeah, right. And there's many ways to do that.
1: The other thing too is you have 25 to 30 tons of material in your trailer. You could dump some out and just back up onto that and make your yep. trailer level. Yep. Yeah. There's other options, besides that, so if you were if you didn't know, now you know.
2: Yeah, there's some cool truck trickery to dumping oh, yeah. a load.
4: Oh boy. Yeah. Oh boy. Safely. Yeah. Yeah, and if. You dump a little out and then back up on top of it. Don't pull off of it. Right. Back up on it. Run that trailer all the way up, get all that material out of the nose and then literally creep off of that pile.
3: Well, another thing you can do is you, you raise it up as much as you feel safe, then put it all the way back down, pull forward, make another pile. Back up onto that other pile again. Yeah. I've had to do that like three times yeah, before sure. I got the material out of the yeah. nose. Mm-hmm. Yep.
4: Yeah.
2: yeah, and you're bringing value to yourself and to the customer if that's where they want it. You know, and then sometimes you just have to look at the customer and go, I can't do it.
4: Yeah.
1: Yep. Another thing we talked about recently, I want to bring back up report all things out of the ordinary to somebody on a leadership team, even dispatch. You know, especially if there's damage or another vehicle or a claim of damage involved. If you have a backing accident in a pit or a plant, you back into a bin, let us know right away. Don't tell us when you come in or the next day. If you have an accident out on the road, we don't want you negotiating, you know, the the exchange of information with the other person. Give us a call so we could determine if we're even at fault or not. Uh, The other day we had a... A tire blowout on a on a trailer. Next thing you know, some car pulls over, whips over, and says, "Hey, you guys damaged my car." I mean, if that's the case, we want to be able to investigate that. Don't just give up our insurance information and exchange info and go on about your day. There's just a lot of people out there that love to take advantage of a trucking company. I mean, we've had it before where people say that we've cracked their windshield, but we're hauling you know sand or you know, the trailer is empty or, you know, they'll say a rock jumped out of your trailer. But we're not even... It's a brand new trailer. It's not even hauled a load. Right. We're going to get our first load ever in that trailer. So, you know, let us do our job. This is what we specialize in. And give us a call so we can maybe even come out and, and talk to that person and see what's going on. Because I guarantee if it's not true and you tell them, oh, we got to wait for, for our safety director to come out before we do anything... They're probably going to go on about their way.
4: Yep. So. Yep. Exactly. You know, a yes, lot of time, that Communication, yeah. right, Jam? Absolutely. It's situational awareness of what's happening. What do yep. I need to do? Yep. Who do I need to contact? How should I handle this? Yep. Yeah. And
1: it may be your first time dealing with something like that, where we've dealt with it for you know, 40 years here yeah. at this table. Yep. You know, a lot of times somebody will get their windshield busted, and it may even came from one of our tires. But it's not our rock. Like, yeah. You know, yeah,
4: we're hauling sand. We're
1: hauling sand. Or we may even have been hauling rock. Everything's good. Our tailgate's clean. There's nothing on, yeah. our, on our top rails or anything. But a rock kicked up from the ground and broke somebody's windshield. Yep. You know, if I was driving my four-wheeler and it kicked up a rock and broke a windshield, do you think that I'm going to pay for that? Right. It's like, no, there was a rock that's, you know, they call that road debris. So <laughs> Yeah,
2: yeah and, a, and a tire blown out is an act of God i mean russ murphy years and years ago we had a trash truck that blew a front tire over here on Mm i-70 before the tunnels they tore them down Uh and caused a wreck and we ended up we were responsible for our damage we thought it would be you know for the tire and it ended up not being it's it's an act of god it's not nobody knows when a cap or a new tire or anything it's just part of road damage you know it's like a pothole
1: yep the way the the law reads in Colorado too. So, let's say we were driving and a rock fell off of our top rail and hit the ground, bounced up and broke a windshield. I know JFW and Jim and Dave's heart if if we did that we're going to pay for it, but that's not the law. Hmm. Once it hits the ground, it's now become road debris. So, yep. 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 There's a lot of a lot of things that you got to know about these things to ne- negotiate, you know, or to me, this shouldn't even went to insurance. Right. And now we have an insurance claim against us that yep. we didn't have a fighting chance to, 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 fight. to fight. But hopefully our insurance company does a good investigation and, you know, they determine this is not our fault. So. Right. All right. Brother Dave, how would you like to talk about the truck parked out front yesterday?
4: Man, when I saw that in there, Jam, <laughs> I, I just knew. You'd there's, be picking on me with it. So there's the the
2: brotherhood or the sisterhood, Dave. Yeah, representative yeah, I mean, of, of all truck drivers. So
4: it's kind yeah. of funny. Yesterday morning, you know, we we were coming into work and we hear Linda. Well, Marty gets on the radio says, "Hey, there's a big truck. He's pretty much blocking the driveway, the south driveway. You need to come out the north driveway." And uh, and Marty goes, and he looks like he threw all his trash out the window, you know. And and Linda's like, "Yeah, we've talked to him to move and." Jim and I come down the street, Jam's talking to the guy, <laughs> we park, Jam comes back, he's like, yeah, Scooby talked to him already, I mean, we're like five people in, you know, and Jam basically leaves it with us, like, he says he can't move because of his ELD, he doesn't have any time, and it's like, he's, he's you know, parked completely blocking the fire hydrant, right? Yeah,
2: and Jam asked, should we call the police? Do you want yeah. me to call the police? Yeah. And me and you didn't really answer him because you're like, you really don't want to call the police on somebody. You just want him to move.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I even told the guy, like, look, you're blocking the fire hydrant. You're blocking our driveway. You know, you're parked illegally. If you don't want to move, I even offered to, to move the truck for him. Oh, you can't move because of the ELD? I'll move it for you. <laughs> oh, I can't authorize that. Okay, good. Because yeah. I didn't really want to get in that. <laughs> trashy looking truck he was driving but man
4: was that truck rough it was gross
1: it makes our worst truck look great so just to rewind so scooby was the first one to approach a guy and you know scooby did it in a scooby way i'd imagine that's got to leave really nicely well anyway by the time i got to the truck the guy was pissed off you know scooby came back over i asked scooby like you know, because he's like, yeah, you know, I'm, you know, the guy's like, I'm reasonable, but you're a boy, and I was like, oh, it's cool, that's easy, school, but I got it. Now you don't have to worry about my boy anymore. You yeah. know what I mean? Then he kind of started throwing the excuses out of the ELD, and you know, he can't move, and I was just like, okay, well, you know, if you want, I'll call the cops and they'll make you move. You know, and he's like, he says, you're gonna have to do that. Yeah. So I'm like, that's when I came to you guys. Like, do you want me to call the <laughs> cops? Like.
4: Yeah, it was just it was a bad situation, you guys. I mean, I I walked up there and <laughs> there is no way on God's green earth this isn't his pile of garbage at the base of his window. Right, right. You know what I mean? He rolled the window down and threw all his shit out. And it, I mean, you know, Jim wound up coming over and picking it up. But I, I was just like, dude, this is your garbage. And this guy was insistent. You know, I said, if you can't move, at least pick up your garbage. That's not my garbage. That's not my garbage. And he's standing there arguing with Jam and I while he's smoking a cigarette. And there's like nine cigarette butts on the ground. And I said, I suppose they're not your cigarette butts either, even though it looks like that's exactly what you're smoking. And he goes, oh, no, those are mine. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, so you'll throw cigarette butts out, but you'll never throw garbage out, right? You'd never throw trash out the window. And he's like, that's not my trash.
3: you know. And you're just like, dude, what? I got to jump in and explain this. It was not just litter spread out on the street you know like a cup over here and a, and a mcdonald's bag it was a pile of trash right, right next to his yes step.
4: yeah it was all his food wrappers and <laughs> yeah. i mean i think it was it fast was, food wasn't it jim or
2: yeah, it was a bag it and, was like yeah it was a bag it was two boxes of like uh <laughs> the the little lunchables yeah, thing or the yeah. jelly roll things or whatever you know and yeah as you guys were you know he like you said he admitted they were his cigarette butts but the trash was already there but the trash was on top of the cigarette butts, but the trash was already there. <laughs> yeah. You know, we mentioned so many details. You, He said his ELD, and then he said he drove straight through from
4: California. Yeah, uh, which, if he has an ELD, that's impossible. Yeah. Right? Just what, a,
1: what a class act, though, coming <laughs> over with the garbage can. Like, to me, it was <laughs> he just. He took like, the high road, didn't
4: he, Jim? Oh, Because I way. went back, I opened up the van trailer doors. Jim's <laughs> like, Dave, <laughs> Dave, yeah. I'm like, fuck. I'm, I'm like, like. Wait a minute. This dude, he broke the barrier. You know what I mean? Like, this is just wrong on all levels. I want to see if he even has a load on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what's he hauling? You know? It just, I just, man, it was. He is the worst of the worst of. He's the guy that takes his pee bottle and throws it out in front of wherever he parks. You know what I mean? And there was a big stain in the street. He just doesn't carry a pee bottle, but he peed in the street. There was a big big wet spot when he drove off luckily it rained and washed most of that away but i mean he is the worst of the worst and those are the guys that i told him i I, you know i was like dude we want to be better and you're the guy that makes us look bad
1: your words were you're the type of driver we've been fighting to get away from (laughs) all these
4: years (laughs) yeah i i i couldn't i just couldn't help myself jam because he
1: that's a bad guy. Yeah, not our culture, and that I guess that's what I mean. The reason we want to talk about this is not to just say we had a, a you know not so great person park in front of our shop. We're talking about it because we are better. Yeah, you know, we're we're not going to do the things that he did. We're going to have more respect for the community and other businesses to do it the right way.
2: Yeah, and that, that was my comment, Jam. We are truly walking the walk, yep. Jam. Everybody else needs to join us, yep. and that guy Dave said. You you just repeated it. He's not part of that. Yeah. He's not doing that. We don't
1: want him. Yep. You know, picking up that guy's trash. I that just really stuck out to me because it's like the 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 main point of contention became the pile of trash. Yeah. When really that is part of the problem, a big part. I mean, I know that really rubbed you wrong. You know what I mean? <laughs> but here comes a solution. Well, here's a trash can. Now now get get at it you know what i mean and like now that's solved now what are you gonna do so the guy ended up leaving you know what i mean yeah it was just yeah everything about that guy just wasn't good
4: no no yeah that is not a good human being
2: and and the trash part of it jam it was just you know uh, because listening to you guys because you were both right the guy was whatever you know and i was like what what can i do you know, because you two were already talking to him. You're already asking to move. You're already done everything. You know what can I do? And it was just like it just looked like putting the shopping cart back. Right. I oh, you know you
1: don't do that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no way.
4: That dude don't put the cart back. No. He don't flush the toilet. He don't, he, don't, he don't.
1: Yeah. He don't. Yeah. Yeah. He'll leave his cart behind another car. You put it back.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. It's just so. We just don't want that. And I I guess just that's be better. Yeah, that's what in I'm. In
4: every way, I mean, there's trash at every truck stop. You, that band stops and gets fuel at. Right. That's what they're for. You throw your trash in there. What's funny, you guys, is I don't know how he chose to stop throwing trash out, because <laughs> like you said, his woman was in the cab. She threw her trash
3: out of the passenger door too, didn't she? I I didn't see any yeah, over I don't there, but somebody that. told me that. Yeah. I I don't remember I see seeing that, that Dave. No. Yeah,
4: <laughs> yeah, it was just. That truck was just disgusting. Yeah. I mean, inside and out. I mean, it was you know different color hood, different color cab, bumper destroyed. I mean, it was yeah. it was rough on so many levels, and and so where it was the owner or driver. I mean, it was and the lies. Yeah. You know, that's the thing. Like, I can't move because of my ALD. I drove straight through from Cali. That's you know, he insurance. said that like five times. Nah. Like. Pick a lie, man. That's not your trash, but you you say those your cigarette butts, right? You, you know, I mean, I just ah, it's just. I mean, that's a bad human. When that whole experience was over, I came in and I said, we all need to pray for that guy. Hmm. You know what I mean? I said it like, we need to pray for him. We need to pray for his family. If he has kids, we really need to pray for his kids because they're he's not getting giving them any guidance. He is not helping those kids be better in he's, life. He's taking them down the wrong road, is what he's oh, doing. Oh boy, I'm sure, yeah.
3: Yeah, Yeah.
2: and I I wonder how the situation, because I hope we would. I don't know if we could invite him in our own yard. But if he would have looked at Scooby and said, Dude, I'm so far out of hours. I'm exhausted. The truck stop was full. Can you help me? Can you you look and see if there's a spot? Do you know any place else I can park? Right. I know Scooby's heart to start with, and he would have done everything he could have done to help that driver. Yeah. You know, same thing when when you walked up and asked him, Jam, or Dave walked up. And there's your back to that <laughs> communication, you know. I,
4: did, I didn't ask him. It's like, <laughs> dude, you need to pick up your trash. Delete. Because
2: it's already there. But I, uh, a guy that would have asked, I'm out of hours, wouldn't have had trash out the window. Right. We all know that. Yeah. Right. right? And and he probably wouldn't have parked there anywhere. But it's just that, that whole thing of, of being better. And, you know, I, I hand wrote the deal in here, Jam, because I wanted to talk about the road rage we had last week. Which is all on this same thing of there was a couple of drivers that had an interaction with our drivers that's just horrible. Yep. They're not, they're not going to be better. And they're representing other truck drivers out there. Yeah. Yep. And we, we, we so much need to, you know, please listen to this and take the things we talk to to heart, if you can. Make a change. Yeah. Put that, if, you, if, you, if you go into Home Depot, which seems to be my favorite spot, to put baskets away, get out and put a basket away or roll it inside with you. I bet you feel better for the whole day. Challenge any, anybody not to feel better
4: after doing that. So. I challenge anybody not to use their phone while driving. <laughs> that's my.
2: Challenge. That would be a good. <laughs> right, yeah. I thought. I thought that's mandatory.
5: Yeah. <laughs> well, Putting a, the
2: basket up isn't hurting anybody. It's supposed to be doing that. Phone is hurting somebody, yeah. Dave. So I thought that was already yeah, a it's
1: given. A, it's a signature page. People signed an agreement that says <laughs> right. No cell phone use. Yeah, so. yeah. Right on. All right, Jim this one's yours as well. you guys see it's so nice having you guys back <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, I just hope we don't drive the no. the listeners crazy with all the the talking so I just wanted to discuss the missing days you know super Dave just brought it up that we've you know been slow and you know we can't pay for the damage and and I understand it hurts you guys' pocketbooks and different stuff like that you know what I'm, I'm going to play both sides of the coin here is you know we set thursday we set friday no work saturday slow yesterday you know monday pretty good yesterday not too bad today you know we've been averaging anywhere between brannon excuse me has been averaging anywhere between 7 to 8000 yards a day they haven't poured anything for days now so you can look at it either way you can take it at you know, uh, seven thousand yards per day tames, times the last four days, or you can take it at eight thousand yards for the last four days at least that haven't been poured. Those customers of Brandon, they didn't go away; they just didn't get to run their jobs. So, in the next few weeks, we have thirty-five to forty thousand yards that wasn't poured to make up with. And so, you've missed a couple of days. I understand that makes the weekly paycheck a little tough, but you're about to get the chance to make all that up. You may have to run another load. We may you volunteer for Saturday. You know, make sure you run all day Saturday. Grab that extra load out of fries. I mean, there, there is a lot of stuff we have to do in the next three to four weeks to make up for these days. It's not poof gone, but... Here, it's here's, poof pushed back. Mm. Poof, it's pushed yeah. back. But here's my devil's advocate. Here's the other side of the coin. Like when we're slow during the winter and we have our winter storms, and so many times dispatch will get on the phone and go, Hey, can you run this load? Ah no, I I you know, can I just bring it in? You don't know, and it's not a necessity, but you 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 say no. Or you or you uh Watch your time up at fries and sit up there so you can't go get another load or you sit out at plant twelve or you know different stuff like that. Here's the time it's time to make the donuts. yep the donuts didn't get eaten. They're sitting there needing to be made. Yeah. so in the next few weeks, telling you guys, get up and and it's time to make the donuts. Let's get it done we're, we're this is not this is not slow, yeah.
3: If they're 40,000 yards behind, we need to haul 60,000 tons to make that up. Right. Th-
2: thank you for doing that math, Dave. You're exactly right. I, I should have done that. Yeah, that's yep. you were spot on. 60,000 tons.
3: <laughs> that's a lot of loads, buddy. Right? <laughs> right? Uh,
2: buckle up. <laughs> Get off your phone. Strap your boots <laughs> on. Yeah. Haul the loads. <laughs> Time to go to work.
4: Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. So you much. know, with, with all this rain, too, I know we bring it up all the time, but the muddy roads, ah, you know, you... pulling off into fields, walk these job sites, you know, you can't just follow the loader or the pickup through a job site and stuff like that. You know, one of the big things, too, and I, I, I'm not exactly sure, we just have muddy roads written here on the notes, but, you know, we can slow down, too, on a muddy road. I don't know if anybody's washed, had to wash one of their own trucks. But the Wash Bay, you know, we brag and brag and brag and brag about them. And they just do a phenomenal job. Slow down on those dirt roads. Don't trash your truck. Make their job a little easier. There's some situational awareness. Hey, I'm going to save them a little bit of effort. Instead of going 45 miles an hour down this road, I think I'm going to do 25 or 30.
2: Take care of your teammate, Dave.
4: Right. Make your truck look a little better. Look at the big picture. It's still going to get dirty, but not as dirty. You know, I mean, I run into that all the time. I mean, all the time. And I just think, gosh, I mean, when we drove, I mean, we had to grease the truck. We had to wash the truck. We had to change the oil in the truck, put the tires, the brakes, you know, all of that stuff. You were the all-around guy. And I know when I ran into a muddy spot, I'm like, I'm going to go slow through here because this sucks washing the mud off. Yeah. This yeah, is not you fun. It's not easy.
2: You don't want the water up in your wheel holes. Your, yep. your hand holes yep. for the wheels and yeah. running in the circle and yeah. the wheel you just had to polish the shit out of right. cuz we didn't have dura bright yeah. wheels and all that kind of yeah. stuff i mean i yeah. bet with
4: all this rain where we're loading the rubble over at plant 2 is is super deep as well or plant 11 you know yeah. instead of driving through that area you know, you can drive around the other side of that plant. Yeah, that's what like I plant suggested 11. the other day, and the driver you know, was like, "Oh, yeah.
2: absolutely." He called before he drove through it, but which you know, is great, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Communication, yeah. you know. And you know, I was like, "Just don't go through it." Yeah, you know. And then you know, the stuff over at Central, the water that we went through, you know, the the solution of it was to drive in the same way you came in is drive out, and I'm not sure why why we don't think of it. How how do I avoid that? But I it's had to still, you had to I had to. Yeah. I had to.
4: There's no other way. I had yeah. to. No, you didn't. You know, there, we, we don't have a truck here that has a gun mounted at the driver's head. You can always stop. <laughs> you can always call someone on the radio, call someone on the phone. We are here to help. We are here to serve. We are here to support you and help you make the right decision. If you don't know the right decision, we love to help. We Because helping you helps us, right? Yeah. I, I mean, it just... I, you helps know, the, everybody the, yeah, here yeah
2: you know the mechanic is like you said the water was so deep it had to go in the vents of the rear ends mm. you know ha- we ha-
4: had to yeah we had to check in and, and go through everything yeah, yeah and, that, all the and hubs. that's
2: that's not you know understand your vehicle think about the situation what's this water going to do right you know all put it together just slow down and think about it. thank god in the video they did go slow
1: yeah that's but, good Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I went through, when I had the Jeep, I went through one water puddle because it looked like it would be fun. You know, you have a Jeep and (laughs) (laughs) never again because after you do that, there's just your your engine compartment's just trash. Yeah. Trash after that. Yeah. 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 You have to clean that, Jamie. Yeah. Yeah, But if
4: you're not the one that has to clean it, Right, you have to have situational awareness and realize, <laughs> right. like, well, I don't want to screw my buddy, right? right. I don't want to screw the wash bay right. because now they're going to spend five hours washing my truck right. instead of an hour, and they could wash mine and four others. And instead of just my truck looking better, now the whole fleet is looking better. Right. You know, it's that it's that chain, it's, it's that, that realization of, of being better together, right? Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and I, I didn't want to bring it up, Dave, but you you mentioned <laughs> the gun to the head and and I I didn't mention it to either one of you two, but when you opened the back of the trailer up, that was my concern that the guy's (laughs) carrying a gun. It truly was an issue for me. That's the reason I said, Dave, it wasn't that you were looking at the load. It was my situational awareness going, that's a dirt ball.
1: Yeah. Yep, I wouldn't have done that. And kind I knew of, I
4: had friends with ammunition. <laughs>
1: <laughs> friends with right. benefits we have a yeah. shootout out on Newport. Here's the thing though, no, Brother Dave. If you start a fight, I can't just shoot the guy for you.
4: <laughs> Damn, I gotta reevaluate.
1: <laughs> I, I might hand you the gun and you could do your own dirty work. But yeah, I'm mean, we It's talk, loaded. We would, <laughs>
4: hand it to me, you're on your own. <laughs> Where's the safety? Where's the safety?
1: <laughs> Should have took my class. <laughs> just so you know, I refuse to have thumb safeties on my weapons. <laughs> it's just one more thing to not have to worry about. It's point and shoot.
4: It's good because I use my finger, not my thumb. <laughs> <There you laughs> exactly. Oh.
1: You were talking about, were you going to bring up the road rage thing more? or No, I just okay.
2: wanted to mention it because that's another piece of it. Yes. If you have something, add, add to it. Yeah, yeah, I
1: mean, just in those situations, nobody ever wins in a road rage situation, mm-hmm. ever. There's no, no winner, no. especially if two guys get out of the trucks and they fight. Now now you both lost. There was, a, I was listening to a podcast the other day, and there was an instance where there was a road rage situation. Both guys got out of the vehicles. Both guys had guns. They're both dead. Wow. They shot each other dead.
2: Oh, man.
1: Yeah. Cause That's of, a... Because of road rage. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine? Now, the guy in the truck that we were dealing with, I think he was road raging, but also roid raging, you know? Just doing a little research on the dude. I mean, he's... he's...
2: <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't want to go too far into it, because we can talk about it. We have the video. Right. You know, we turned it in. But there is a portion of, of assault, yeah, on the video yeah. and that's that's the that's the problem with this exactly yeah
1: exactly so yeah
4: i think we need a little more clarification on it honestly we don't need to name names but yeah yeah we, we can, can talk to, about it it happened yeah, I think it's, we need not, to explain it's not the story, yeah. it's not a secret yeah we're being really vague yeah, yeah i, I you know, just think for the, for the i just audience didn't want to use mistake. use the driver's name just yeah. for that yeah. Yeah. happy to do it yeah okay. no one needs to know what happened to no. super dave
1: <laughs> so Save so one bad dude, you better watch it. I'm
4: gonna rage on
3: you. Yep.
2: So
1: Super Dave was driving eastbound on uh, <laughs> no, I'm just so basically we had uh allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. So we had a we had a truck following two overweight or oversized trucks, right? They work for the same company. They get to a light, they're all making a left hand turn onto Southbound eighty five over there in Weld County, and uh the first oversize load makes a left turn, goes into the left lane. The second one makes a left turn, goes into the right lane. Our guy makes a left turn, turn, and goes into the left lane. Well, the guy, the second truck, the second load, oversized load in the right lane starts building steam, and he's passing the first oversize
2: In the fast lane from the slow lane, right? Yes. GM, yeah,
1: Yeah. He's passing his own guy in the right lane. So our driver ducks behind the second truck, and he's also going to pass that truck. Well, the truck in the left lane really wants to come over in front of our driver. And uh, our driver could have backed off a little bit sooner, but ends up backing up, You know, lets the guy over, jumps out into the left lane, and he passes the middle truck, and then he goes to pass the first truck, and lo and behold, the guy throws a water bottle at the JFW truck, hits the cab of our truck. Our guy's kind of like WTF.
4: Yeah, almost truly like what happened. Yeah. I mean, I don't know at that, like, that yeah. fast. He, he heard something I'd, hit the cab, may yeah. not even have known it was a I water bottle, I don't even
2: bottle, think right? there was any anger
4: yet.
1: Yeah, from our
4: driver.
5: <laughs>
1: Maybe a little bit, right? But anyway, he backs off, gets up to the, to the first truck, rolls his window down like, hey, did you just throw something at the truck? Well, with that, the guy throws a water bottle in the cab of our truck actually hits our driver in the face yep. with the water bottle. Yeah. So it's a big deal. District attorney's looking into it. Uh, State patrol. State patrol. Yeah, the whole nine yards. So not a good situation for for that other company. I don't know what's going to happen, you know, in the end. But, you know, here you are. You And it's the owner of the company that threw the water bottle. Yeah. Here you are. You're, you're a small operation. But I bet you need both those trucks running. I bet you need your trucking company to yeah. pay your bills. You know what I mean? And now he's got you know, DO or state patrol snooping around, and the DA wanting video, and yeah. I mean, definitely not a good situation for that guy.
4: And we obliged; we gave the DA, absolutely. we gave the district attorney our absolutely. our information. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and so. the, and I
2: think not only were we appalled at it, and we didn't do anything wrong, but here we're trying to make our 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 everybody better, right? Mm-hmm. But the thing that that immediately thought of is the high school kids were throwing the rocks at the girls or not the girl the cars on highway 93 they hit a girl and killed her yeah and i guess that just resonates that you know if that water bottle would have i don't know hit hit our driver in the eye and he swerved a little bit or i don't know if it would have knocked him out but caused him to lose control of the vehicle what are we
1: doing what if he jerked to the left the median a steer tire
2: Yeah. yeah i mean it's horrific the right. what if and I, it's the scared straight mm-hmm. <laughs> of driving and all because we didn't let you you couldn't get over. You
1: it couldn't? wasn't even him, it was the truck that he didn't let over. Yeah, you yeah know? yeah
2: you couldn't yeah. follow your buddy.
1: and this is all at 50 miles an hour right yeah you know? yeah so but bringing up that girl that got killed on highway 93, not killed but murdered, murdered. you know they did catch those three kids that did it. The thing that really disgusts me is they weren't sympathetic. They weren't asking. One of the kids says he likes creating chaos. Was wow. his answer in the interview?
4: Well, he's going to create plenty in prison.
1: Well, he he's going to be chaos. Yeah, they're going to create an on that, him.
4: Yeah. Was
3: that the kid that threw the rock? That said, one that? one of the three. Because yeah, they do know which one threw the rock.
1: One of the three. He likes yeah. to create chaos as well. Well, I, I
3: think. think
2: I think Super Dave, and you know, hopefully I have the fact right because I didn't hear this part. So let's say you really one of the kids was just driving the pickup, one of them was just riding, one of them was really throwing the rock. So the guy with the rock, you know, let's say he's the super guilty one, you know, but the other guys were still accomplices, right? But where I think it discus- gets disgusting is I understood they all went and seen that the car was crashed.
4: Yeah, they went back and took
2: pictures. And not one of them called 911. Wow. That's where you're, you, there's no difference to me then, Dave. They all threw three, one of them should have said, holy crap, and called 911. This
4: was bad. We screwed it was, it up. Yeah.
2: And, and that's where it's just, you know, and then I understood too, and hopefully I have the facts right,
4: not talking out
2: my, my butt, but then one of the parents covered for him, and he's charged.
4: I, it's my understanding he's in jail also. Yeah. Again, Good. I could, could yeah. have that wrong. Yeah. I need to dig more in, but yeah, that was what but, I had heard.
2: Yeah. Just it just, I guess that's the thing about the road rage. It's, it's 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 what if and I and and I you know, I have a temper myself. You know what I mean? And I, I've done stupid things <laughs> through the years. And I, and I and I I mean I've talked to Jam about him, and you know obviously Dave knows about him, <laughs> but um, it, it's a regret. Yeah. you know you can't take that back and if you care at all you 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 live with that regret but learn from it yeah you know get be better or just don't let it
4: happen take one of our stories and go whoa those guys just talked about it i'm not yeah. doing that shit it, it's just amazing in that road rage incident you know that we had happen to us right that that Super Dave had happen. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I know people are going to come ask you about it. <laughs> yeah. <but> that's, the, <laughs> that's the probably that's the Super part. Dave. <laughs> right? right? Just go yeah. allegedly, Dave. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Anyway, I, I, if what we did caused that rage, right? Wow, oh, I'm blown oh, away, oh, right? Because yeah. I mean, what our driver did by by you know, I, I want to say truly unintentionally, Starting to pass the first oversize in the right lane, like right. the uh, like the company like, truck like his did. Buddy did, yeah. Like like, oh, I, he did it. I'm going to. Yeah, yeah, I've done that same exact move with either a four wheeler or whatever because I didn't see the blinker on, and I'm. I'm at the point where they shouldn't get over right, and then I'm like, "Oh shit, their blinkers on. They won over," and I slow up like our driver did, so I could truly believe, even though that blinker was on, he didn't see it. He was looking at the truck ahead, then got the you know had the observance that oh he wants over, slow up, let him over. I'll go to the left lane, pass both of them. I'm on my way. They're they're oversized. They're not going to go 65 miles an hour, but I'm going to. Right, you know, I mean it, it. yeah, if that caused that, I'm, I'm wowed by that.
2: Okay, Like you're saying, you're wowed by it because if you really did something to piss him off, how would he act then? Yeah,
4: he'd but, come shoot you and your family, yeah, right? find mean, where was, you live and ooh. kill everyone. Ooh, yeah, I mean, you, crazy. Think,
1: you think about that guy and you bring up his family. We don't know his family, but people that act like that in public, how do they act in their own homes? Yeah, how does he I mean, treat his wife? How, how does, does he, he treat his kids? How does, he, how does he treat his family? Yep. Yep, exactly. Yeah. All right. Next on the list. Oh, did you hit muddy roads? You hit muddy roads. I did. Yeah. Okay. Ray's gonna talk about his tips and tricks. Ray, Ray. Driving your personal vehicle.
4: Oh, this is near and dear to Jim's heart. (laughs) Yeah, He's he's got a lot of close heart. Welcome to the Jim White Podcast.
2: (laughs) How you doing, Joe Rogan? I'm coming after you, buddy. (laughs) Piss off, Joe. (laughs) Suck it. (laughs) Oh. Um, yeah, I guess I, I. <laughs>
4: You want me to talk about it, Jim?
2: Sure, tell him, Dave. Let, let him have it. Let him, yeah.
4: Okay, so this is the story. <laughs> and it's and Super day was driving <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> so it' was driving
3: your personal vehicle down the same lines as, as your personal shopping cart. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, close
4: to it. <laughs> it's just funny, you know, Dave, you kind of touched on this earlier. People are always in a hurry, right? Like they have to pick up the kids after school, so they're in a rush. They they have to get home, you know, to meet the cook dinner, stove repairman. Yeah, or, you know, whatever the case may be, right? Everyone's in a hurry. A lot of times we talk about coming to work. How big a hurry people are in, right? We t- we we all have our little discussion out in the yard yep. of oh, yep. I had this guy this morning or this guy this morning or you know you look at the accidents that are caused on the way to work because people are in a hurry. Well, Jim and I are coming down the street yesterday morning. And, you know, we generally come down Newport, right? We have no stop sign. We have the right-of-way. And And we're doing
2: doing the speed limit, 25 miles an hour. Or
4: under. Or under. Almost always, right? Because we're trying to represent. Because it's a busy street also. There's a lot goes on on this street. And, of course, as we're coming down, here comes a vehicle. Absolutely blows the stop sign at 53rd. Once they're I don't know, maybe halfway <laughs> through the move, you kinda see a break come on and they're like, Oh, oh, oh shit, I just gotta go. I'm I'm already out yeah, I here. Can, you I know? can
2: beat then my realization is they can beat us.
4: Yes, exactly. Exactly. But I mean blew the stop sign. Like blew. There was no I'm not like stopping. It's like, oh I think the street's clear. I missed that car. You know what I mean? And I guess why are we in that big a hurry? You know, and I recognize the vehicle, and I'm like, oh, that's one of our people. <laughs> you know, sure enough, they turn in the driveway and you know, boogie through the parking lot and go back in park. And I guess why? Why are why are we driving like this? You know, it was five o'clock in the morning. Yeah, right. It, it wasn't. It wasn't ten to six or five minutes to six. And well, you wasn't you were, late. You were in peril of losing your bonus, or you know what I mean. There was. Why yeah, I mean, didn't we stop at the stop sign? And the
1: thing is, yesterday we had a 6 a.m. start too, so that driver's not even paying attention to start. True, Jam. Very you know, true. The other thing I want to bring up is there's two businesses here south or whatever direction that is, southwest. Yeah. There's two businesses to, south of the stop sign.
4: Yeah.
1: One of them ain't open yet. Right. So who are you cutting off? Chances are you're cutting off one of your own. Right. Exactly.
4: <laughs> Good point. But, <laughs> could, you, but could,
1: you could be the owners of the company. I don't know.
2: But that, there you go, Jam. I mean, who are you going to cut off at that time of the mo- mo- morning? Is your own people? Right. I mean, but you have that situational awareness. Right. You're thinking of the other people, what you look like, and nobody really recognized the vehicle. We know it works here, so it must be a fairly newer driver. And I think if if we wouldn't have been because that was the same morning, the driver out front was parked out here. I think we would have drove back and had a conversation. And it, it's just. If you drive your personal vehicle that way, yeah. how are you driving our company right. vehicle? That, that's my first worry. Right. But, you know, like Dave said, why are you in a hurry? If you're in that big a hurry, we don't really want you in our truck. Right. You know, and, and by our, I mean, we don't, all of us don't
4: want you representing our industry. Yeah. First line of the creed, together we face and overcome all that stands before yeah. us. Yeah. I'm not sure Do you, if I gave you guys like a sample Could you answer this question? While driving down a side
1: street. Hey, sail it.
4: (laughs) Hey, sail
1: it. Man, he knew where I was going. (laughs) I was going to ask, what is a red
4: (laughs) octagon-shaped sign mean? Go fast. Sail it. Smash on the gas. Sail it, right? Yeah. Don't they have a bonus lane? (laughs) Yeah. 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 That means stop. Oh, my wow. gosh. I mean, stop. Not you
3: know, in Europe, stop lights and stop signs are voluntary. Are they? Oh, yeah. yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah. Well, I Dave. was in Rome, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I'm like. Hey, that car just ran that red light. Yeah. Well, apparently
1: we're <laughs> not in the... somebody
4: on the bus is, oh, yeah, people don't do that over here. Apparently we're in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> or we were yesterday morning at 5 a.m.
1: Yeah, and this isn't... Those neighborhoods where I grew up, you don't stop at red lights. <laughs>
2: <laughs> if you, When I was in Boston last year or the year before, if you sat, like, too long or, like, you looked twice, you were getting honked at that. Wow. You, you didn't run them, but you better move your ass.
1: <laughs> yeah. You had the opportunity let's go
2: yep yeah i think talking about you know i'm sure if the hopefully this person is listening to the podcast because he's a new person wants to know a lot about jfw wants to learn a few things that and this isn't to ding that person this is to bring a light of why you know can i be better should i be better holy smokes look what i did you know Maybe we're talking, you know, this is his little scared straight moment. But, yeah, hey, I shouldn't do that. And I am screwing probably
4: one of my teammates. Yeah. Yep. I guess I always relate this to, you know, I'm just, I'm in them at that time of my life where my 17-year-old is driving so much. And I think, what would I do if I saw him do that?
2: Oh, you. I know what you'd do.
4: <laughs> right? I, I mean, I'm. I'm like... What are you thinking, man? Right. You, He'd be walking
2: to school for the next couple weeks. Damn right. I guarantee that. Damn
4: right. That, know, that vehicle's like, a
2: privilege. Yes. If not longer. Yes. Yeah.
4: yeah. I'm just like. Along with the chewing he got that night. Yeah. You know what it, I mean? There's, it just doesn't make sense. Why? Yeah. Right? Why? Why, why drive like that at five in the morning? There's no, there's no mm-hmm. urgency for that. <laughs> so Man,
1: that just reminds me when I first started driving. So <clears throat> my mom had a uh, Chrysler Fifth Avenue. <laughs> it was pretty nice back then. Yeah, big boat man. though. Wow. It was it was the nicest car our family ever had. And sure, it was cool, and I got my license, and Mom would let me use a car, you know. And my grandfather was in a nursing home, and uh, my cousin Jason was in town visiting, so I picked him up, and we're going to go visit my grandfather in the nursing home. He lived in Boston or Massachusetts, coincidentally, right? So anyway, um, I get to the nursing home, and I'm in the parking garage, and I just start lighting the tires up you know all throughout the garage
2: and it's echoing
1: <laughs> and it's echoing it's, throughout it's probably and...
2: really fun yeah
1: i was having a good time and jason seemed to like <laughs> kind of appreciate it but like bro what are you doing You know. <laughs> so anyway i get parked and i get out of the car and i hear jam oh. and it's my mom Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> and i think if it wasn't this situation of my grandfather being in a nursing home and my cousin visiting like I got a pass on that one, Yeah, but yeah, like not cool at all. <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh, man.
1: So I guess maybe the things I catch Bella doing aren't too bad. <laughs> <laughs> what? You watch TV when you weren't supposed to? <laughs> right. Right, Jim. Oh, yeah. man. So we do have a question from the audience, and that is in regards to the 60 mile per hour per hour volunteers. We put this out, it seems like, well over four weeks ago. Definitely three for sure, right, Three for sure. We were looking for volunteers to turn your trucks or limit your trucks to 60 miles an hour. Not turn them down in horsepower, but limit the speed, right? We got 20-something volunteers.
4: That's just incredible. Yeah, Yeah, very cool. Some
1: of them were, hey, I don't trust myself. I want a better safety score turn my truck slower. Others were like, yeah, I'm willing to do that for you guys. Well- It kind of fizzled out. We never turned anybody's truck back, right? So what's going on with that? How come we haven't done that?
4: I mean, right now we're waiting because any programming we do in the trucks, PACCAR makes our mandates. Our mandates, oh my gosh. (laughs) Our updates mandatory. I Uh, combined mandatory and updates into mandates. But anyway, so... That's going to cause some transmission or mm. possible engine issues. Meaning, we've lost PTO mode. We've lost urged move. We've done all this stuff, so we need to sample a couple trucks. We right. can't just like walk out and go. Okay, there it's switched. You're right. at 60 miles an hour and right. start the program. But we've also said, hey, you know, we know this is going to cut into some production depending on what you what what job you primarily do. Sure. You know, like like a truck running plant three out of Morton or LG. Fort Lupton.
1: Won't make a big difference. Won't make
4: a difference, right? They're not impacted by that. But somebody be... that runs to, you know, over to Grand Junction or, you know. Uh,
1: <laughs> if you're going to Utah to Redmond, that's a problem.
4: That's a problem. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's an issue. And we know there's going to be some type of financial compensation that we need to sit down as a group and agree upon. Right. Not just... You know, the Jim and Dave show, oh, we'll pay you 10 more bucks a day, or right. you know what I mean, whatever yeah. whatever the scenario may be, right? You guys will make and, it right. Yeah, and we just we just have not had the opportunity to do that yet. Obviously gone last week, the week before we had some stuff. Jim's gone. I mean, it's that graduation time of year. You know, I, I've been all over the place with, with my son and stuff like that. And it, Yeah, congratulations
2: you know. to Sam. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. High
4: school's done. High indeed. school's done. Yeah, he all graduated right. Monday. Off so. to Purdue. So, yep.
1: Yeah. Good stuff well stuff. So, what I'm hearing is we can't update. We can't do that cuz then we got to do all the updates and we're not comfortable with the updates until we know what they are.
4: We got some hoops to jump through, right? We got to figure out the update issue, we got to figure out the compensation, we need to have time to take our list of people that have have said, "Hey, I'll do that with you" and be sure they're a good match for the program and then, you know, seriously sit down and and put all of our heads together and create what we're going to
1: do. So, yeah, that's where we're at. Okay. Um, The good news is, though, Herb Turner texted me this morning, the new Kenworths actually have a speed limiter next to the cruise control.
4: I was blown away when you showed that.
1: Yeah, so different than the cruise control, but two
4: buttons to the right,
1: uh, there is a speed limiter, which means your truck will only go as fast as you set that to yeah right you don't have to turn down the truck you could just be like i don't want my truck going more than 60 miles an hour and that would be it
4: i wonder if that resets every there's got to be a certain point that resets is my assumption you know like obviously key off i would assume that resets you know what happens when you assume but i mean i'm i'm jumping to that you know, next step. Yeah. Or if the truck shuts off and you restart it, you know, the idle shut down, does it need reset or you know, stuff like that. So that would those are some questions maybe Herb can answer for us. Maybe once it's in there it's locked in and on until you turn it off or, you know, maybe there's some some things that could just be set off yeah. of that. That would be yeah. that would be huge to find out. Yep. So very yep. cool though that the trucks have that. Yeah. Yeah. And again, my guess is that's just on the last 10 Kenworths. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I'm... Maybe, maybe the five Pete's, maybe. I don't think they have the same wheel, but I can't tell you, Jim.
2: Mm. Um, don't have the smart wheel?
4: I don't know. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. That's a yeah. good
2: question. Yeah. This is way off the subject. I just want to mention out there for the guys that are really into the trucks that there was also a truck show in Texas before they revealed that. And they were, there were twenty, twenty two and twenty twenty three year trucks but me and dave were blown away that they were taking these trucks and making them look as old as possible and several of the trucks if you know what a corvette dash is they stepped clear back to the old 389s no five, three fifty were those three fifty nines dave three fifty nines anyway they were putting corvette dashes in the brand new trucks and it was a trip to see wow. it for the for the guys that know a truck huh. you know What I'm talking about, and that's a Corvette dash is a rounded dash. The old Corvettes, the '60s Corvettes, had a rounded dash in them. When you looked in them, and these trucks all yeah, had
3: a big a rounded glove box on the both sides. I both, guess yeah. Passenger yeah, and yeah, yeah, And It had the
4: big defroster right. vents right in the center that yeah. were blowing on both windshields. And, and that yeah.
3: that's like a nineteen seventies truck, isn't it? You guys and older, yeah,
2: yeah. and older. And they, these were in brand the, new brand new trucks. And they, yeah, the
4: three fifty nine was made until nineteen eighty seven. Nineteen eighty seven was a split year. That was when they started producing the three fifty nine. Went away and became the three seventy nine. Three seventy nine. Yep. Yeah. That was a split year. So yeah.
2: some good. Just I don't know why I brought that up. It was just cool, Dave. Yeah, it I mean, was different. It, yeah. yeah, I mean it yeah. looked looked old school, and then it had all the you know the digital dash in that Dave built in that. <laughs> I mean there there was one truck there. We got some pictures of it that the whole truck was speakers. They even cut the back of the fuel tank off and rewelded it back on with a speaker like a subwoofer in the back of the fuel tank. <laughs> and then the whole back of the sleeper was speakers. The doors were speakers. Underneath the truck was speakers. The
4: center of the frame rail.
2: Yeah, and when, it, when, he, when he turned it on, it all worked. I mean, it, it was, that was the truck stop party truck. Then it got dark. Every one of the speakers were backlit with a red light in, on a blue truck. It was, it, it was amazingly cool. You know, not a work truck, but <laughs> the technology and the time. And you couldn't see one wire, not one wire on the whole truck.
4: Hmm.
2: It was amazing.
4: Do you have a favorite truck that was there?
2: Oh, it wouldn't be that one.
4: I agree. I mean, that, that was cool, but, but. I have one, but only because of the name. And I know when I say that, I'm probably giving it away. And I don't want you to take it. <laughs>
2: I don't know, because somebody built a little a little bitty miniature yeah. cab over mm-hmm. and put a little bitty cat motor in it on golf court
4: tires, and it was
2: so cool. It was just so cool. It was that amazing.
4: Was, it, it was like they took that Peterbilt cab over and, and literally shrunk every piece. I don't know how they made it. Yeah,
2: and it was handmade. So, yeah. It was, it was yeah. on so, was,
4: was a golf cart chassis? Or? Uh, no.
2: No, custom oh. built. But just, the only thing on it was golf cart. Dave was just the wheels. Oh, that was that's how they made that size wheels. But it was on a frame. They put they put air to activate the the hydraulic brakes on 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 wherever they got the axles. I mean, it was so it was unbelievably cool. Yeah,
4: hmm.
2: yeah. I don't know,
4: Dave. I'm not coming
2: up with the truck you're talking
4: about. You're not coming up with it? No. <clears throat> uh, well, I'm trying to look here because of the name of the farm. I am not. Playing. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know uh, which one I'm talking t- oh, about Oh, I definitely now.
4: know which one you're talking about now.
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. What's anyway. The, who's, the, who, who's the rapper uh, Big, B I B I
1: Biggie huh? Smalls? Is it? The Notorious Big?
2: Yeah, the Notorious Big? Yeah, but yeah. how do
1: they say it? Notorious. <laughs> <laughs> right, but they don't say Big. Biggie.
4: Right. Yeah, they, Is he B I G? I mean, Is he the same as Notorious B.I.G.? I don't know. Yeah. So instead of a cow wagon, they had a... A, uh, pig, a pig farm. Right. But what's the name... What do they call that? Not a. It's not... You don't say pig farm. It's a... Uh, it wasn't a ranch either. Right. But what yeah. are pigs called? And I'm, I'm, I'm trying to ask. I just Swine. tried to... Swine? You're on the right track, Dave. What the heck? Anyway, that's the name of the farm. I can't think yeah. of it. Not yeah. sow, Not not... Yeah,
2: we'll have to try to find it. But what was cool is they the the truck was named Notorious Pig, ah, uh,
4: and it was sewn yeah. in like the leather door, and then uh, they yeah, was, they wrote it the whole you know because the the wagon looks like a bull wagon. Yeah, as a matter of fact, it won an award, and they called it a bull rack, and it's like uh, no, dude, that hauls pigs. Yeah, and it's
1: hog, like a. Uh, it's called the hog hog, hog farm I, I don't yeah it's i don't
4: sti- i mean you know what i'm talking yeah, about do, because David, that was I the can't. name of the company or the name of the family yeah. r- farm, farm. Yeah. that raises yeah. the pigs anyway yeah and then it had written across the back of the trailer that was all polished notorious pig it just i don't know man when it, when the door was open and you saw that you're like notorious pig <laughs> and the way it was written in there it it just oh man it was it was awesome yeah
1: Oh, there's a notorious pig. Notorious P.I.G. barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> Could be the same. Fa- this yeah.
4: family has been in business. He was This guy was like, did he say fifth Th- generation? Where did I get that?
2: Yeah, I was going to say third. But, I mean, the truck had only been built. They got it together two weeks ago. The, yeah. the builder was sitting there with him. Yeah. And then just brought it up. The paint was amazing. The truck. And so many of the trucks, they were tiling. You know, I, I know about putting a hardwood floor in a truck. But a lot of the trucks had tiled floors, Super Dave. Individually tiled, (laughs) grouted floors. They were were crazy. That's
1: crazy. All right, tips and tricks from Ray Davis. With all the rain and moisture lately here is more on situational awareness. When dumping out a plant, even though we dump and drive over the areas we dump on, it still can get soft, especially over at Central Plant. After you dump and are moving forward with your trailer all the way up, if your drives start to lose traction and start to dig a hole, the worst thing you can do is give it throttle to try to drive out of it. That's creating a bigger hole or a problem, or even a second hole. When you see mud or standing water where you are going to back into, you should have already have your diff locked in. If you still get stuck when trying to move forward, you need to stop right away. You can lower your trailer, making sure your trailer brakes are locked and, it, and the tractor brakes are unlocked. Using this caterpillar method, the weight of the trailer will push your tractor out of the hole. If you're stuck and can't move forward using the caterpillar method, stop and find a loader to get pulled out. Also, know the parts of your tow hook and what part goes where and how to use it. If you're not sure, ask me or ask your trainer or your driver support team member. Remember, together we face and overcome all that stands before us, and safety has no blind spot. Much love and respect always, Ray Ray, wishing there was a 0013. By the way, he always signs it 0013 every week, and I just say 0012, but (laughs) we'll give it to you this week,
2: Ray. That's the notorious (laughs) R-A-Y.
1: He is pretty notorious. Soup. You want to hit us with that high road hauling? Okie dokie. I bet you got a really good one this week.
3: I do, you know, and (laughs) I don't know how this happens, but um, because I write this up usually ahead of time before we even talk about the outline that Mm -hmm. you, you put together, but it's about there never seems to be enough time. We've talked about it two or three times this morning. So I'm under time pressure, and I know I'm not alone With waking hours largely consumed by work, precious minutes remain for the daily list of to-dos, including exercise, cleaning, socializing with friends and family, etc., etc., etc. At first glance, the issue seems straightforward. Time pressure comes down to a lack of time, right? Well, partly. It's the feeling that we don't have enough time to do what we want to do. But it turns out that feelings and enough and wants are somewhat subjective in other words we could theoretically spend fewer hours making money vacuuming washing dishes cooking eating and we would get by without getting overwhelmed although you may not want to subsist just above poverty line or give your kids as little attention as possible the broader point is important tight time stress has to do with the things we value and the time we devote to them And research suggests it also relates to our attitudes and mindsets about time. Rather than always blaming the clock, we can find some roots of the time crunch deep in our own psychology. Here are some ideas to help you make a distinction between real stopwatch pressure and the unnecessary pressure you might be putting on yourself. Try tracking your time, not forever, but at least a couple of days. This accomplishes a few things. First, it makes you more aware of how you spend your time and knowing that you're keeping track, you'll quickly start to notice where your time is going and possibly why you think there's not enough of it. A direct result is that you'll start to notice periods of dead time that aren't being used for, uh, are being used for that matter, are completely wasted. Be aware of Parkinson's law, and I've never heard of this before, but Uh, This is an adage that says work expands so as to fill the time available for its completion. Essentially, that's procrastination. We procrastinate or get sidetracked on doing things until we know we can't waste any more time. Being aware of this happens can help us instill some urgency and maximize our time. Remember to start with the hard stuff. Every day, we usually have a list of things we'd like to accomplish. But for some reason, by the end of the day, the most important item on the list is still there. Why does this happen? Throughout the day, our willpower is being used and slowly runs out. If we just start the day with our most important task, we can fill a lot of, fix a lot of these issues. Getting that out of the way will first uh, not only build momentum, but you'll find that it's easier to do the other tasks on your list. And one last piece of the time pressure puzzle is money. And that one is complicated. If you work multiple jobs or can't pay for a babysitter, you're bound to feel short on time. But some research has found that people with high incomes feel short on time as well. And people who get richer become even more harried than they were before. An economist, as economists would remind us, when someone is, when something is scarce, its value goes up. But the opposite is also true. When something is valuable, like time, we perceive it to be scarcer. Time pressure is at least partly a result of psychological processes and the perception of time's value. We have the time to accomplish our goals, to realize our dreams. It all comes down to how you choose to spend your time. If you spend it wisely, everything you want to achieve and will and more will become reality. If not, well, you'll realize your mistake later in life. And in the end, Seneca, who was a 1st century Roman, Roman Stoic philosopher, said it best. It is not that we have a short time to live, but that we waste a lot of it. Life is long enough and a sufficiently generous amount has been given to us for the highest achievements if it were all well invested. But when it is wasted in heedless luxury and spent on no good activity, we are forced at last by death's final constraint to realize that it has passed away before we knew it was passing. And so it is. We are not given a short life, but we make it short. We are not ill-supplied, but wasteful of it. Life is long if you know how to use it. Ooh,
4: that was Mm. a good one, Dave.
3: And I think that is so cool that this dude lived, he lived in like, I think from like um, 1 BC through, I'm sorry, yeah, from 1 BC to like 69 AD is when that dude lived. And they still had time like pressure back then mm-hmm. are you kidding me that's crazy
4: huh. in a hurry stopwatch like, pressure ab-
3: absolutely but uh, anyway you know every time next time you think you're running out of time think about how you're using it how you're spending your time love it
1: bottle thoughts everybody
3: yeah I can jump off
2: a little bit it's pretty short jam. jump off or pop off Oh, I'll jump off for my (laughs) final argument. (laughs) No fall. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I just wanted to, you know, short and simple, and and you just, you talked about it just now, Dave, you know, stopwatch pressure and what you do with it and how you're reflecting and everything. And I I guess I just want to ask people, and I, I struggle with this myself, is, you know, when do we get out of our own way sometimes? And that, you know, I, I encourage people to look that up. There's a lot of different, you know, whether it be money, relationships, you know, your personal endeavors, anything like that. But when do, we, when do we, you know, get out of our own way? And my interpretation of that is that you're, you know, not using your time wisely, for example, Super Dave, you just brought that up, or you're, you're thinking about stuff so much that it's just, it's just setting you back because you're paralyzed by that. Or you're not using your situational awareness, and you're hurting yourself. You might be hurting your your family, your kids, your significant other, all that kind of stuff. So you know, don't don't let yourself get in your own way. Love it.
4: That is really good. I like that. Well, I've been sitting here searching for that another name for pig, and I can't believe I can't find it. Because that was the name of the, the farm. farm. I mean, when I showed you the door, I yeah, was like, "Yeah, it was on." Oh, the, it's totally. Yeah. you know, it's like swine or <laughs> boar. No, I mean that's the type of pig, right? That's mm-hmm. a male, obviously.
2: Because the the sow,
4: all of that. It, it it's I'm it's kind of sure like for the, cattle. It's bovine pork. or pork. Yeah, <laughs> <I> mean, yeah. <laughs> Porky Farm. <laughs> yeah, um, believe it or not, when you look up pig in pig farm, it brought up piggy. They're all piggy piggy farms. Oh, piggy farms! And I'm like, oh, really? Yeah. To to Uh, yeah, because I
2: think it had a mirrored
4: floor, Dave.
2: Yes, wasn't it? Yes, and then it was in white. Etched in it was a a pig, like a a character, a cartoon pig. Yeah, I mean, it's got
4: swine, uh, hog, boar, sow, piggy, porker, piglet, grunter, baconer, (laughs) cutter. I mean, all of those, Jim. And I mean, this is this is just that type of. Like a bovine rancher, this is the name sure. of the... Uh,
1: uh, yeah, so horses equal equine, cows equal bovine, pigs equal swine.
4: It and definitely swine. wasn't a swine ranch. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Shote? A shoot A shoat? No. Yeah. No. No, it's clear. When you see it, you're like, oh, that's a pig rancher. I mean, you yeah. you immediately know it. It's a common word, but I'm sure not coming up with it. So anyway... Yeah, my final thoughts are, you know, don't throw your trash out the window. That's my final thoughts. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Just be better people. Man, together we're better. Break the cycle, you know. You be the person that's not making fun of someone on the phone because you're on the phone sometimes. Don't be on the phone, right? That way you're better. And and I guess just just try and be better. Try and be better all the way around, right, Read we joke about return that cart. I mean, truly we joke about that, but that person is proven to be a better person, right? So be a better person, do it right, do it safe, be good. And and yeah. I mean, you wouldn't want to be the person that that had an accident on the phone. You wouldn't want to be the person throwing the trash out of your window. You you wouldn't just want to be in trouble for those things. don't? Yeah. Why do it? So I guess I'm asking for everyone to try and be a little better.
1: Porkine? P-O-R-C-I-N-E? Nope. Nope. Dang it. <laughs> Soup?
3: My final thoughts are be aware of the consequences of your actions. Mm. Every action has a consequence, and those consequences spread out um like ripples on a pond when you throw a rock in it they will affect many many other people so be aware of the consequences of your actions
1: yep i'm just piggybacking on everything you guys said put your shopping cart away uh don't throw your trash out the window don't road rage just uh do the very best you can also don't forget to like and subscribe to the channel 23 podcast hit that follow button also don't forget to go back and listen to the episode 72 and help find Amber's mom links and her story will be in the description of today's podcast as well anybody want to say the creed let's
4: do it absolutely
1: together Together we face face and overcome all that stands before us together Together we are
3: accident free together we joyfully create honest honest value for those we serve together we we celebrate our our differences and and respect those with whom we work. work Together, Together, we are accountable for our words and our actions. And together, we are the JFU family. All right, everybody. Thanks, Thanks, everybody. Have a great day, family.
0: I see those big, bright, shiny red trucks just trucking down the road. Those big, bright, shiny red trucks just looking for another load. Well, it's a family tradition, Any rocky mountain day. Our fathers before us showed us the way. We work for asphalt cowboys and concrete kings, but that's never been a problem, because we got diesel in our veins. We've got diesel in... see those big bright shiny red trucks Just a down the road Those big bright shiny red trucks Just looking for another load I hear there's a couple million tons to move I see them everywhere So you best get out their way And watch that sand and gravel disappear There's another run to make We gotta get it there on time we got what it takes to lay it all out on the line. We'll lay it all out on the line. I see those big, bright, shiny red trucks just trucking down the road. Those big, bright, shiny red trucks just looking for another load. Big, bright, shiny red trucks Got the best drivers in town they got all the tools they need To keep that hammer down When they hit them scales They won't need to dodge them Won't need to duck them They just keep that hammer down And they keep that diesel truck truckin' Keep that hammer down And keep that diesel truck truckin' See those big, bright, shiny red trucks just a trucking down the road. Those big, bright, shiny red trucks just a- looking for another load. They just keep them doors closed, keep them butts in their seats. Cause those customers are calling and those red trucks can't be beat. Me. They've gotta put the hammer down and pick up another load. Get it off the ground, keep them eyes open and on the road. Keep them eyes open on the road. I see those big, bright, shiny red trucks just are trucking down the road. Those big, bright, shiny red trucks just looking for another load. Breaker Breaker 23, anybody got a copy on that Channel 23 podcast? Welcome, and thanks for listening.